1: very much for joining us right here on off the scripts it is june 8th 2022 i am jd from new york as always coming to you live from the ots venue thank you guys so very much for joining us on your wednesday evenings wherever you may be always joined by my very good friend on wednesday nights also on monday tuesday thursday friday saturday and sunday when i actually answer his text messages. Jesse, what's going on, bro? Not much, bro. What's going on with you, man? Nothing much, man. Nothing much. We got a new number one contender, bro. New number one contender for the interim. I just want to make sure everybody knows the interim world championship, the AEW world championship. Tony Khan did not have CM Punk relinquish that title. He is still the AEW champion. And we got Jon Moxley, bro, walking through that forbidden door, probably against Hiroshi Tanahashi, the match that I think should have originally been planned for the forbidden door, what did you think about uh, tonight's episode? I thought it flowed very nicely. Tony Khan didn't put a thousand fucking things on the show. I think everything had a place on the show. It went from one segment to the other. I wasn't feeling bombarded with a bunch of shit. And predictable as it may be, man, we got some pretty damn good fucking wrestling on this show tonight. Yeah, we did, man. Um, we got a nice little, um, like, a nice little couple of surprises here.
2: We had a, you know, pretty good main event. Things like that. It's not exactly what everybody wanted. But, I mean, nonetheless, the main event was a fantastic match. You know, I think it would have been better with the uh, other outcome we all wanted. But it's not a complaint. You know, it's, it's just, it's just a, an analysis. But it's a fantastic show, though.
1: Yeah, we don't, we don't mean that, by the way. Because I know I put something on social media that seemingly uh, got a lot of traction on social media. And um, I don't want to mean it's in a way where we're disrespecting Kyle O'Reilly. He's, a, he's an amazing pro wrestler. And yes. we all, we all, we all love Kyle O'Reilly. We, yeah, I'm a huge undisputed era, Mark, man. I'm a, you, you know me, me and Jesse back yes. in the day watching NXT. We love everything that those guys do. But at the end of the day, yeah. he, he's, he's in a solid spot on AEW television uh, alongside Cole, alongside Fish uh, and the rest of the uh, undisputed elite. The thing, the thing with us is we, we wanted Andrade to go to the finals and we're not finals tonight's uh, dynamite main event. And wrestled John Moxley for a spot at the New Japan AEW Forbidden Door pay-per-view. Now, from what I understand, Jesse, is I got this from a very reliable source. So this is kind of breaking news here. Because I know a lot of people were on the same page as both of us tonight. The reason why Andrade wasn't in the, I guess, the main event of Dynamite tonight with John Moxley is, is stemming from the New Japan, CMLL, and Triple H kind of uh, feud going on. There's heat between all Triple three. A. Triple A. Yeah, tr- Triple A, yeah. Uh, what I say, Triple H? Yeah. I miss black and gold, bro. What can I say? Uh, Triple A. Um, and and there's heat still stemming from, from all of that. But it really doesn't negate the fact that Andrade was never going to Forbidden Door anyway. So I don't really understand why we didn't get Andrade and Moxley in the main event tonight on Tony Khan's show on AEW Dynamite. And I honestly think... And the reason why we both wanted a Jesse, is because it would have resuscitated Andrade, who feels ice cold right now. And he came out like a fucking house on fire. Too. He looked fantastic. He always does. And a match with Moxley and that battle royal would have really began to get the wheels going for Andrade. Yeah, and, and that's the thing.
2: A lot of the people, you know, who are online complaining that, you know, people like me were not happy with the outcome, um, they don't get that part. Andrade is ice cold and a battle royal win here and uh a knockdown drag out you know incredible match with moxley in the main event now as much as i love the match with with uh o'reilly tonight one with andrade would have been better yes it, it just would have been better it's nothing against kyle the match just would have been better and not only that um Andrade taking a clean loss right there, no big deal. From Moxley for that, for that type of spot, that's great. But what it also does, it gives it gives these two guys something to come back and readdress later on when this situation is all squared out with New Japan and everything else. Now we got a built in feud with Andrade and Moxley if they want to revisit that later. It's just something to get Andrade off the ground. He seems like he's on the ground and walking. He should be up and flying by now.
1: Yeah, you, you know what it also does, too, with the Andrade situation? If um, if he would have went on to the Dynamite main event tonight with Moxley, Kyle O'Reilly's an ex-WWE guy, but he never made the main roster. Kyle O'Reilly never advanced past NXT, which I find very difficult to believe. That's their fuck-up, not his. Uh, it would have definitely— it, Tony Khan could have easily played into the fact uh, of MJF getting involved in this thing when he does come back whenever we see him again. And uh, go back to this situation and crowning an interim world champion, CM Punk's the world champion right now, crowning an interim world champion w- with two ex-WWE guys, John Moxley and, and Andrade, or Dean Ambrose if you want to talk about WWE and his time over there, Dean Ambrose and, and Andrade CN Almas. Uh, th- they could have factored that into the uh, MJF situation when they get back to doing that as well.
2: Yeah, it was... You know, just so many good things could have, could have, um spiraled from a good Andrade Moxley match. You know, O'Reilly being there made, to me, made the match a lot more predictable. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, though, we all expected Moxley to win, but Andrade winning is way more believable than one half of a tag team. You know, I mean, it's just not, it's, it's Nobody saw O'Reilly winning this and even potentially going on to win anything else, mostly because he's a tag team wrestler, man. At least Andrade is a singles guy. At least he has the capability and the believability to win this and go all the way, even though, you know, we now know him winning was not a possibility. I, I don't understand why he couldn't be in the main event, you know, on dynamite, not advancing. Like, you know, he's not supposed to due to whatever he, he may have, you know, it would have been a great spot to start the resuscitation of Andrade.
1: Yeah. And it's, it's sad, you know, I, I want to say Jesse's wrong saying Kyle O'Reilly's is a tag team wrestler, but he he's not wrong and, and he's correct. hundred percent correct. He, he is a tag team wrestler because if you look at who his partner is, Bobby fish, he's not a singles guy. And Kyle O'Reilly has also kind of, he, he's kind of settled into that role as being a tag team specialist, even though he's a fantastic professional wrestler. He's a tag team guy at the end of the day. And that was my gripe with tonight's show, Jesse. The battle royal seemingly felt unimportant to me. And I put out an opinion tweet on Twitter this afternoon, and I I vividly stated, Tony Khan needs to load this battle royal up with names that could be looked at as potential world champions. Now, I said that, and the tweet blew up. Uh, I'm glad you guys enjoy my opinion pieces when I put them on Twitter. And it's the same gripe that you and I both have every year, Jesse, with the Royal Rumble. WWE doesn't book the Royal Rumble and hasn't booked the Royal Rumble in many years correctly. There's a lot of fucking fluff in those, those Royal Rumbles, a lot of tag team guys in the Royal Rumble. If, I, if I'm running WWE, I'm telling you guys right now, if I'm doing a Royal Rumble match next year, I'm including no fucking tag team guys whatsoever because... If you do a Royal Rumble and you got fucking Angelo Dawkins of the Street Profits in, in the Royal Rumble, we know he's not winning, and that's a wasted spot in the Royal Rumble. That's what Tony Khan, theoretically, Jesse, did tonight. He put it like, there's no reason why the Ass Boys and Max Caster should be in the fucking Battle Royal tonight. There's no reason why John Silver of the Dark Order should be in the Battle Royal. There was a lot of fluff in that Battle Royal, and nobody can convince me that they don't have 20 fucking names to fill that battle royal that aren't part of a fucking tag team.
2: No, I mean, it's, yeah, it kind of made no sense. When you get, when you get some guys, you know, obviously missing, you know, by the, you know, by, by the, by the, by the missing, but their presence is missing in, and you get the ass boys in there. I mean, having Wardlow come out and say, yeah, I'd rather have the TNT title instead, so I'm not going to get in it it just made no sense man i, I mean look I, at the
1: name look at the notable I, name you yeah. you just you know the notable names though miss miro for one uh, Malachi black uh, another notable name missing from this thing i mean yeah. i mean you can't you can't keep guys like that out in my no. opinion, i get what tk's doing he doesn't want to have people go in there and then get thrown over the top rope and get eliminated but in that situation guys like that you sign them because Jesse, they were world championship fucking guys should have been in wwe right. now you now they're here and you have them and now you're trying to crown an interim champion and you're not putting guys like that in an interim championship battle royal? I find that to be incredibly bizarre. Yeah, no, I, I get
2: Wardlow's um, why he said, why he didn't want to challenge for, but still it made no sense. I get why he didn't want to put someone like Wardlow in it because, yeah, you don't want him tossed over the top and eliminated, but you have to find a way to work that in. Now, if the plan was for Wardlow to go on the face um, and feed with Scorpio Sky then um, that's something that could have been started verbally beforehand. Put Wardlow in the match and make sure that Sky comes down and and becomes the reason why Wardlow does not win. And then your feud is off and running from there. That's why Wardlow is now more intent on Scorpio Sky because Scorpio Sky cost him his title for the interim championship. So you know what? I'll come back to that championship later. I'm going to deal with this Scorpio Sky bullshit first. You know, I mean, it's some some guy. Why? Why Malachi wasn't in it? Don't know. Don't know. Final. You got to put him in it, man. You got to put you got to put guys who are believable winners in it and find a way to protect them in the match. You know, you, yeah. you got to find a way to do it.
1: Yeah, I I, I totally agree. And that, that was my gripe since uh, earlier this afternoon. I'm like, I hope to God he doesn't do what I think he's going to do or or has done before in the past. Where all these fucking random battle. I hate battle royals. And I'm not really keen on the casino battle royal either. Now, I don't want uh, listen. I, I get TK's probably under a lot of stress. I, I get that. You know, Punk, he didn't anticipate Punk going down with injury. Punk got yeah. surgery today, uh, according to the commentary team tonight on Dynamite. Uh, I don't know how long he's going to be out. They say we'll find out in a couple of days. But the casino battle royal was something that TK probably thought of, you know, and, and wanted to get shit going because we don't have a lot of time going into the forbidden door. But Jesse, it, it would be it would not be me if I didn't bring other ideas to the situation and to the show that he could have potentially gone out there and done instead of what he did tonight. I find the, I find the concept tired with the five suits or the four suits of five coming down and then we get the Joker card. I, I'm tired of that concept. There there could have been, this is why we have standings. You, you could have did a fatal four-way or a fatal five-way with the fucking guys that you got in the top five. You, you could have did uh, a, a random pairing of his choosing to do a fatal four-way or a fatal five-way. Uh, you could have picked any of the names that we talked about. You, you could have did a gauntlet match, and the winner of the gauntlet match gets John Moxley at the end. And, and those matches are great to build up, fucking come from behind, underdog baby faces, and really tell a great story on TV. I, I just find the, the 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 way that he did the battle royal tonight, going back to what he knows and what he's done, taking the safe route. I, I I don't feel that there was anything outside the box to make it truly unpredictable and exciting. And we got what we got tonight. Not that what we got tonight was bad with John Moxley. I, I just feel like there was nothing done to be adventurous on uh the creative team.
2: Yeah, the the the, the battle royal is a little, you know, like luster at this point. Um, but again, like you said, you know, it he didn't anticipate punk going down. He had to come up with something kind of on the fly. Um, I think this would have been a fantastic time to just put the ranking system to use. Yes. You know, and just say, you know what, forget it. Punk was the champion. Who's in the top five or the top four? Put them in one match. Yes. Done. You know, I mean, and just I mean, whether whoever was, I don't even know who the top five was at the time, you know, but nonetheless, just put them in the match and they have to be believable because they're the top, they're the top five contenders, period. So, I mean, that's here nor there. You know, a lot of people enjoy the Battle Royal, which is fine. It's just the thing is, there's nobody... There's only a handful of people in there that are believable to actually not only win the Battle Royal, but then beat Moxley and then become world champion. You know, nobody's going to believe that, you know, Colton Gunn's going to do that. So he shouldn't even be out there.
1: No, Colton Gunn shouldn't be out there. Half of the fucking field that was there shouldn't have been out there. But uh, guys like Keith Lee and and Swerve and Darby Allen. Uh, and Andrade, guys like that, that. That Those are the guys that you got. You, dude, this roster is so fucking massive. And yeah. I, I just feel like he gave us half catering and half of who we legitimately want to see. It, it, th- those types of matches are better when I can pick out a field of eight or nine in a battle royal and say, oh shit, I don't mind him winning the battle royal. What if he's going to win it, you know? And then we get down and we watch these battle royals and then we we waste 15 minutes of our life only to get down to the final four. And even at that point, I'm like, Andrade's got to win this thing, right? Can't yeah. be Kyle O'Reilly. Andrade's the best fucking pure wrestler in this ring right now. One of the best wrestlers on the planet. And then he ends up getting eliminated. And it's like, yeah, when the, you the a, whole win just came out of your sails at that point.
2: Yeah, when, when, you, get a, when you get a crowd that size, and you've already um, booked yourself and planned down to the final four, or the final five, or the final four in that match, when you come down to that, just eliminate everything that happened before that, and just make that the match. Yeah, you know the the match doesn't really begin until you look at who's left in the final four or something like that. Anyway. Yep. So so that should just be the
1: match. Yeah. Final so fa- four. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, I mean he he did what he did tonight. We we got we got the outcome that we all expected anyway. John Moxley uh, wrestled Kyle O'Reilly in the main event after Kyle O'Reilly won the Battle Royal, and we got a tremendous main event to close Dynamite. And he goes on to the Forbidden Door pay-per-view, probably going to wrestle Hiroshi Tanahashi for the AEW Interim World Heavyweight Championship. Jesse, the other major thing that happened on this show, we're going to go in order here, in my opinion, the other major thing that happened on this show was that Tony Khan announced another new championship, the uh, All-Atlantic Championship uh, for All Elite Wrestling. And this, we thought the TNT title was going to be more like their intercontinental title. It was certainly treated as such, When uh, we first got it on TV, Uh, it it looks like we have another singles championship, Jesse. The field of uh, competitors in this thing, Uh, eight competitors uh, seemingly are all across the globe. We got Pac from the UK. We got Ethan Page from Canada. We got Miro from Bulgaria. We got uh, Malachi Black from the Netherlands. We got Penta from Mexico. Two Japanese guys from. New Japan Pro Wrestling going to be, you know, uh, competing for this thing. And then the winners of these matches, Jesse, at Forbidden Door, four of them, will get placed in the Fatal 4-Way for this championship. And it will be a Fatal 4-Way to crown the first ever All-Atlantic champion in AEW. Uh, I know you have a problem with them having too many championships. And you probably were asking yourself, why this and not the trios? Uh, I think we know, both of us know, why TK is not going to do the trios yet. And we talked about Kenny Omega probably being the Number one answer to that question. But, Jesse, was this a needed championship? And if you look at AEW's roster, it, it may be needed. It may be needed. And I say that because we look at SmackDown's roster. Look at the championships over there, Jesse. We got uh, one set of tag team championships. We got a, a universal champion. We got an intercontinental champion. We got a women's champion. We got tag team champions in the women's division floating around. I mean, look at that roster. They have too many championships and no roster. AEW has all roster and they're seemingly adding championships. Does, does this make sense to you or, or, or what are you, are you, are you on board with this new championship?
2: Bro? I said a couple of weeks ago, there were too many championships in this company. Then they minted a new one, not the one we were all expecting. And you want to know my thoughts on it? now? There's too many fucking titles, man. Uh, look, a title on TV is a title on TV. If you're out there saying, well, that's the ROH title, that doesn't matter. Well, this is the FTW title, this doesn't matter. Oh, that's just the Owen Cup title. Bro, a wrestler on television carrying a title is just that. That's what it is. You're on TV with it. The AEW championship, the fucking TV championship, the uh, the Owen championship, it's a title. If If you're at home watching television, you're watching the wrestler come out with a title. And then the next 10 of them all coming out with titles. That If it's a title on TV, it has to mean something. It means that you're a champion of something. There's only two hours of live television every week. And how many titles are we now trying to court around and make storylines for in AEW? Way too many.
1: Yeah, but Way t- too but, many. but Tony Khan Con- Tony Con has done a very good job at not overexposing his champions. We don't see Jade Cargill on TV every week. We don't see a wrestling every week. We don't see... Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky on TV wrestling every week, or Scorpio Sky with the TNT title. Well, you know, people were complaining that Hangman's not in the fucking main event, and he's not really getting much TV time with with the AEW championship before he dropped it to Punk. the Rosa, we know she's not getting TV time with, with the women's championship. I don't know what the fuck's going on with that, but that's another story for a different day. So if there's one thing that he's done is it, it, treated the champions and the championships with prestige. That's something that he's done well, correctly. Well, so you just, I, I don't you know why, just don't made know an why you not contradict yourself. But you just made an argument to contradict
2: yourself. I mean, we—he's already—he can't even get the champions that we have on TV correctly. Now
1: you're introducing another championship. Well, he's got no problem getting Jake Cargill on TV. He's got a problem getting Thunder Rosa yes. on TV. Well, I, I, that's why I said that's another discussion for a different day. I, I'm not going to sit here and argue why he's not putting Thunder Rosa on TV. But Jake Cargill is a TBS champion. He's got no fucking problem making TV every week. You, you know, he is. Dude, it, with with two hours of live TV a week, nobody
2: expects them to be able to showcase all of these different championships and people every week. So, you know, so that part we get. But there is plenty of titles and storylines that should be going around to fill a two-hour show. And somehow, way, we still get Thunder Rosa is now, just now, finally, I'm guessing, we're thinking, probably going to get Tony Storm in the feud. So, great fantastic that's what we need she needs a you know a credible opponent and a feud that's fantastic we need more of that before we need um more titles at the very least at least if they introduce the trios titles we all know that the company is built around trios titles everybody's a, everybody's in the fucking faction yeah everybody's in a faction you draw you meant those trios titles put them out and just and just watch them sell themselves bro I see fantastic match after fantastic match coming around those titles. I don't see the, I understand what the title is for. I don't understand the purpose of it because look at the AEW people are saying, Oh, well, the the Atlantic championship is going to be defended, you know, all over in other promotions. Okay. Isn't the AEW title being defended in other promotions right now?
1: Is that what they said? This title is going to be defended in other promotions?
2: We, 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 have, we, have, we have two guys in New Japan Pro Wrestling competing for a shot at what? The All-Atlantic Championship. No, the AEW Championship. For the Interim Championship against Moxley, right? Yes. yes. So the AEW title is being contended for outside of the company, correct?
1: Yes. yes, yes it is. So why do we need the Atlantic Championship? I have no idea, bro. I mean, this is obviously something he's thought about. I mean, he doesn't get titles made fucking uh, on a whim. You know, these things aren't made uh, overnight. So the, clearly this was in production for many, many, many months. <laughs> you know, he's been saying in the interviews that he's sitting on a couple of titles that he's not really going to unveil yet. And he's going to unv- unveil them when he, when he sees fit. But that doesn't what make I w- it a good idea. I, 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 don't, I, I didn't say it was a good idea. But what I hope been- it's not... You know, look at the field of competitors in this thing, bro. They got all different ethnicities and backgrounds. Is this going to be something that fits into the narrative of giving uh, everybody from uh, other parts of the globe and different backgrounds and ethnicities uh, a chance at a championship in all elite wrestling? I don't want it to become a fucking narrative that people argue about on social media. That's what I don't want. These, These
2: guys that are out for this new championship, are they not allowed to compete for the
1: TNT title? Everybody's allowed to compete for the TNT title, but the thing is, I, I think I don't know what his I don't know what his thought process is. are, are we going it seemingly looks like to me and I don't want to put words in his mouth I don't want to put words in the company's mouth, are, are, are we doing divisions here? Are we going to have a world title division with talent that's specifically going to go for that? Are, are, are the TNT titles and the all-Atlantic All, All title going to have divisions where you got set guys only competing for that because I'll tell you right now. What we're doing in House of Glory is exactly that. If you're in the Crown Jewel division, you can't challenge for the World Championship unless the management side of things deems you ready for the World Championship. Is this going to be something where TK has divisions and then when they, I guess, kind of fade out in that division and get moved up, they get moved into the TNT title division or the AEW World Championship? I don't know. I don't know. Me either. So the, the the winner of this title...
2: Where do they rank in the company amongst the other champions?
1: I I don't know. I guess I guess I, mean, look, I that's, guess, that's, I that's guess it a... how I guess it all depends on how it comes off on television. But the thing is, Jesse, and, and another thing I want to make mention of, I, I don't want this to be a creative out for AEW because. You know, they feel lost with Miro or they feel lost with Malachi. Yeah, let's create a championship and give Miro another championship because he can't win the TNT title because we want to put that on Wardlaw. I hope this isn't a crutch to get guys like Miro. That's what what it feels like to me.
2: Everybody gets a title, bro. Adam Cole, phenomenal, exceptional wrestler. Let's put a title on him.
1: Bro, bro, it's not a title that's
2: defending. He's not going to be defending that title, though. Hold on. We keep mentioning that. Britt Baker, no longer women's champion. We got to put a title on her. but they're they're not defending those championships. Then why are they carrying them? They around? just
1: won them. Let them. It's right. like it's like um, okay. All right. All right. We'll All wait. It's like it's like, like we'll wait. it's like losing your virginity, bro, and you're fucking smiling for the next couple of weeks. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait and see how long they're carrying those titles around. You know. <laughs> fuck I don't I don't know man I don't know we will wait FTW title It's like, it's like you go to a concert wh- and you watch your favorite musical artist bro you got that fucking high after the show is over for at least 3 or 4 hours that's what it is that's what they're doing with Adam Cole and FTW
2: F- 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 T- title what are we doing with that why is Ricky Stark's carrying that around every week
1: that that I never understood that that needs to go away that's not a legit recognized title by, by AEW I don't I don't know why that's defended on fucking television and, and that title's been defended at Battle of the Belts It's not a fucking recognized title in AEW. Why is it on
2: TV? I remember when it first came out and I complained about it. And people say, relax, bro. It's a title, not really, it's not gonna be defended. It's just a title in Team Taz. Well, now it's being defended. You know, and just drop it. Whatever, whatever. It's a part of the show now. No big deal. Now here comes a new title. And then we had the the Owen titles. Bro, there's too many titles. There's too many titles.
1: His thought process is, you know, he's probably, you know, going to catch wind of uh, of a clip here or whatever. He may even be in the fucking chat right now. Who the fuck knows on a troll account? You know, according to him, he may be... I thinking, hope
2: so, because he can tell me why I didn't get
1: my pushpacks. <laughs> I don't know. You just got monetized on YouTube, you fucking clown. Jesus hey, Christ. everybody
2: in the chat, tweet at Tony Khan. No, as to don't why
1: fucking, don't
2: blast it. He's got enough I with the bullshit not.
1: online, man. We don't need it. We don't need him fucking... Get well, any I more bullshit
2: Get my press pass No, no, seriously Okay, so look Bro, he
1: has too well, much F- roster F-T-R. That's his thing He's got too much roster And he feels like He may need to add more championship Bro, we could be saying This is, this is the same discussion Only in reverse about WWE They have too many titles And no roster
2: No, stick to this subject. We, we, we we're talking about AEW I know, F- but I'm using that F- As F- a F-T-R. comparison You fucking geek F- FTR Walking around with tag titles So, so, so is Jurassic Express Tag titles Bro, everybody has a fucking title.
1: Bro, you th- th- that's... Too many. That's, I get what you're saying, but that's an unfair remark to make, bro, because we don't know what his plan is going to be for Ring of Honor. When those Ring of Honor tag team titles are on TV, he wants people to know, yeah, Ring of Honor is still around. We're, we're going to be doing... This. We don't know what he's going to be doing. So when Ring of Honor gets some solid ground underneath itself, Joe with the TV title, and uh, FTR with the tag team titles, and Wheeler Yuta with the... uh uh, title he's holding—they're all going to be migrated over there, bro. They're not going to be on AEW television until uh, unless Tony Khan wants something to promote for Ring of Honor, he'll put it on AEW. He's uh, got hey, a plan, man. I don't know. I, 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 we we I, said this, man. We trust the process. He's not gonna—he's not gonna load up his entire fucking show with Ring of Honor championships on top of everything else. There's a reason why Joe didn't come out with the TV title when he wrestled Cole at the pay per view. Why didn't he come I, out with the TV title? I don't know why. I don't know. He maybe me he it, thinks the same it, thing maybe there's too many fucking championships I don't too know. Many
2: so we mince another one i mean so, so all right dude with all of those titles around and everything else how are they supposed to be special if every other are we I
1: mean, uh, are we including the bte title on this then the B no i'm not oh. including
2: the, the bte title okay, i should but i don't you don't see it on tv so we're not talking okay. about it okay huh? see if it's a title on TV, then it's, a, then it's a wrestling championship. We need to talk about it, man. But everybody can't have a title, man. I mean, if ROH titles are for ROH, then save them for ROH. You know? I mean, I don't know what you want me to say, but everybody's coming out with a title competing for the title. The, the ROH women's title. There's
1: another one. Yeah, that hasn't been on TV since uh, she beat uh, Diana Parraza, or Mercedes Martinez. But it's been on TV defended. Yes. Yes.
2: There we go, man.
1: We'll right, see. Let's see. Let's see we'll what see. he we'll does. We'll
2: see. With it. We'll see where it goes. You know. Let's, what do you? What do you? What are you telling me? Let it play out. Is that what you? Let it play out. <laughs> Let it play out. So, all right. Let it play. You know out, more. Man. How many times here have I said something, and then you and half the people in the chat think I'm crazy, and then weeks later you're all looking back saying, "Well, I guess he had a fucking point." Who, who?
1: Who thinks you're crazy? What are you talking about? Dude. I, I said two weeks ago that there was too many titles. Okay. Nobody said you were wrong. You did. Good thing goes on video. <laughs> well, I didn't say you were wrong. I just said it wasn't a big deal.
2: Uh, all right. Not, not a lot of people now today are saying it's a it's a. It's yes, issue. the
1: more titles you add, the less prestige the others have. Yes, I know. I understand this, man. I talk about it all the time in WWE. That's why I want but, them to remove titles over there. Nah, I get and eaten. if they do that maybe we don't get fucking championship contenders matches which is the worst fucking thing to ever happen to pro wrestling ever championship contender yeah let me beat your fucking champion so the challenge can get a title shot at the next pay-per-view i mean jesus fucking christ the street yeah. profits beat the usos by count out bro i've never seen anything in my entire life where a fucking team wins by countout and they get a tag team title opportunity
2: uh, I, I, I don't watch wwe man i don't know
1: this guy's lying he's a bullshit artist he was watching uh, raw this guy was watching Raw. Be okay. Okay, watching, okay. This guy was watching Raw for Cody. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Cody mark. <laughs> Seriously, man. I, I mean, I get your point, but l- let's see. Let's see how it uh, how it plays out. religion. Play I, I don't mean that in a humorous <laughs> way. I mean, uh, let's see how. I mean, the tournament or whatever the fucking brackets look like. Uh, You know, looking at it, it's got some top-tier fucking guys in there, man, that deserve an opportunity. If this gives more opportunity to those kind of guys, uh, I'm not really going to sit here and blast it. Because I know whoever holds that championship, the field of guys that are in this thing, Jesse, they're going to bring immediate prestige to that title. And I'm going with Malachi. I think Malachi needs to win this entire fucking thing, man. I think Malachi and and a New Japan guy, Pac is already in there, and Miro.
2: So, everybody keeps saying, "Oh, the, the trios titles are being in are, are waiting for Kenny to come back." Yeah, what am I missing? When Kenny comes back, is he just going to be handed trios titles? Uh,
1: no, I mean I think they're going to be factored into that. I mean I, I don't know why you would have a trio championship tournament without Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks. I mean a, a match with them and uh, Adam Cole and, and Red Dragon kind of sells itself, bro. I mean, right?
2: But why can't we get them rolling? And when Kenny gets back, he can vibe for the championships. Why are, we, are he, is he going to be the first? I be I mean, so if he comes back and doesn't win them,
1: what will we waiting on him for? I don't know. I mean it's a legitimate question to ask, but I'm assuming if he's waiting for Kenny Omega to come back, then I'm assuming that they're going to factor into who is crowned the first champion okay. I mean it's- Give him the title when he gets back. You know, let him pick his tag team. I guess. I mean, I won't even. I won't even bother. I mean, there's so many fucking trailers teams right now that uh, missing the elite uh, in that tournament wouldn't even. Fight. Nobody would bat an eyelash. No. I mean, look and at the fucking can, teams you got here.
2: And they can always compete for them later. Uh, they don't have to be the first. If they listen, are the man, first, you're going qu- to them-
1: question him. Ugh. Well, you always say trust the process with Tony Khan, right? Trust the process.
2: Okay, yes, trust the process. I, 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 don't, I don't know. Maybe my maybe my uh, press pass is on the way still.
1: I I, I can I can honestly say that uh, we are uh, not going together. I will be going as a solo act. I got my press pass for Forbidden Door, guys. I will be in Chicago. I booked the Airbnb. I booked the flights. Uh, thank you to uh, Tony Khan and AEW for uh, looking out for off the script There's always. Uh, always uh, huge supporters of what he's doing. So uh, thank you to uh, everybody over there that made that happen. Thank you to you guys, uh, Jesse. Moving along here, man. Um, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa tonight against uh, Marina Shafir. You know, man, I don't want to upset people. I don't want to ruffle any feathers, but uh, Marina Shafir needs to get the fuck off of our televisions, man. She is fucking horrendous. I don't want to see her ever again, man. And Thunder Rosa did all she could to carry this match, and my goodness, man, she almost got fucking killed in the process.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they they put her in the ring with their women's champion, and thank God she came out with all of her limbs intact. Yes. So I I don't I don't I don't get this. She get she get Nyla Rose first. Fine. I know you didn't like it, but I actually enjoy Nyla Rose. I'm okay I, I Listen, wish-
1: man, I'm a Nyla Rose fan. I don't think Nyla Rose should have been the first challenger no. for Thunder Rose.
2: No, I I I I wasn't happy with it either because I wish they would keep Nyla Rose strong so that when they want her in a spot like this. For instance, we haven't seen Nyla Rose since then. Seen her on Dark. You know, if she was dominant all the way through to get to Thunder Rose, that'd be great. But she's not. They just pull out of her hat when they need her, then they put her back on Dark. All right. then after that, we get Serena Deeb. Thank Christ almighty. You know? That's what we need. We need more of that. Um... It wasn't a feud, apparently. Apparently, it's one and done because we went on to Shafir. Um, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping that was a one and done. Now we're on to Storm. That is welcomed. Um, here's something that I, I, I want TK to, to hear, and I hope he's listening. We don't just, we don't just want Thunder Rosa on TV, all right? We would like some meaningful storyline behind her title run. That's it. Don't just bring her out, give her a great opponent and say, there you go. You got a great match. We would like some intriguing story behind the women's title. We would like something for Thunder Rosa to sink her teeth in as far as promo work and feud and storyline and heat. We want to see all that shit come out in her. And people like Serena Deep and Tony Storm are definitely great partners for her to have that relationship with. Not necessarily Marina Shafir.
1: Well, uh, the the problem is Jesse. Uh, I mean, the Thund- Thund- Shafir is the problem. Yeah, yeah, yes, she 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 is uh she is the problem. Yes, yes, That's like, her name. I I, I, I understand that. Uh, and me me seeing her on TV is also a fucking problem. <laughs> so uh, I would like Tony Khan to problem solve that. Um, the thing is, man, uh, Thunder Rosa, we we, we could sit here and, and you know fanboy over, over Thunder Rosa. It's not fanboy. It's just noticing an obvious problem. And Thunder Rosa did not need a match with, with Marina Shafir tonight. Marina Shafir did not need to challenge for the AEW Women's Championship. I, I don't give a fuck about her record. I, I haven't seen one of her fucking matches, and I'm not going out of my way to watch what she did on dark to get a championship match against Thunder Rosa. I'm sorry. This woman has gotten a TBS title match and a AEW Women's Championship match, and I haven't seen one fucking match from her in between these championship matches. What, what they need to do, bro, is... All they needed to do tonight, if Tony Storm is going to be the next in line for Thunder Rosa in the Women's Championship, why are there no regular women's matches to really get the ball going on who the next challenger is? Like, why don't we see Tony Storm in there against somebody else in the top five? Why don't we see right. Tony Storm in there against somebody who's up and coming that we've seen on Dark that's good enough to make it to Dynamite? Why do we have to get Thunder Rosa on TV? Because the fans complained. Because Thunder Rosa's not on TV. And then when we get Thunder Rosa, she's in the ring with one of the worst fucking females that they got in that locker room. And it shuts everybody up, only to do Tony Storm to come out and save Thunder Rosa. Why did she come out and save Thunder Rosa? What does Tony no Storm have to do with Thunder Rosa? Nothing. There's no, no context there. So no. if you wanted to do something, Tony Storm should have been on TV tonight wrestling whomever. And she should have got on the microphone and said, I didn't come here to fucking wrestle so and so. And this one and that one, I've come here to win championships, even throw a little Easter egg in there and claim that, uh, you know, uh, she had a miserable time. She should have been uh, doing what she did over there on Friday night, but she had fucking pie thrown in her face. And she's here to wrestle Thunder Rosa. Why are why is there no context in the women's division? I don't see any regular women's matches to build towards a challenger for Thunder Rosa. She wrestles deep. She gets put on TV the next week with nothing. Uh, or she wasn't on TV the next week after the pay-per-view was over and then gets put on TV this week in a championship match. Why? You know, I, I, I pitched something
2: to, um, to one of our mutual friends, all right? And I pitched to him um, a new angle for Thunder Rosa. And and especially looking like Tony Storm is her new uh, next opponent, it even falls in place and makes even more sense. Um, everything in AEW is about stables, on some form or another, partnership, friends, cohorts, whatever you want to call it. TBS title, uh, Jay Cargill, she got her baddies, you know. Um, Britt Baker, she got her uh, her cronies next to her, you know. And with Tony Storm challenging next, what if? I have, I've heard no one talking about this at all. What if we do um a heel turn for Thunder Rosa and bring her
1: stable in the Renegade Twins? Now why would they why would the Renegade Twins be with Thunder Rosa? Is there something going on there? Yes, they trained her um they trained her pro uh mission pro school. Are they good enough to be on TV?
2: Yes. Definitely good enough to be Stable mates and, and heavy for the women's champion. Absolutely. Bro, Rebel is on TV every fucking week. Yes, and
1: Rebel is not good at all.
2: No. The Renegade twins are fucking awesome, bro. Are fucking all. And the kind of exposure they would get working next to
1: Thunder Rosa in high profile matches would be fabulous. Hey, and maybe, fabulous. And, and Tony stone has got Ruby Soho, right? They got a little yep. pairing going on. Uh, who's to say t- Tony Condos will go out and get, uh, Dakota Kai, maybe uh, we compared Dakota Kai up there, that little NXT feel there with Tony Storm and Dakota Kai, I don't, or or something along those lines. I don't know. I get where you're going with that, but, you know, uh, th- th- still at the end of the day, Jesse, there's no fucking context in the women's division. It's just, i the Rose on TV champion. Uh, who we got for her as the next challenger? Let's throw Marnie Shafir in there because she's in the top five. Uh, I don't know what fucking top five anybody else is looking at or why they would care about Marnie Shafir in the top five, but uh, I-, I don't know. There's, 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 be- there's no competition for the title, but I want to see singles matches. I want to see so- wins. I want to see momentum. I want to see fucking challenges on TV. And then Thunder Rosa looking at all these women wrestle their asses off to go get to her. Right. Now, if
2: we're going to stick to the, the, the kayfabe storyline, Thunder Rosa came out and issued an open challenge and even said herself that hopefully it was somebody in the top five. You know, but then Marina Shafir comes up. There was nobody above Marina Shafir that stepped up and said, slow down, bitch. I'm above you. I'm taking that fucking open. Who account. did she beat to even get in the top five? I uh, look, man. Maybe she got her wins. She, she got a couple of wins on dark. I mean, they were definitely dark wins, but still, the point is, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, downplay her wins, you know, per. The rankings, if Listen. she got a win, fine, she got a wins. But there was nobody Listen, above these... her in the rankings to say, hey, I'm above you and I'm getting
1: that title shot, not you. Bro, the, these wins on Dark have to have to fucking hit the road, man. I, they they got to they gotta be thrown out the window. I, I'm tired of, Oh, you know, they she won three months in a row on Dark. She's 7-0 and on Dark. Yeah. I, I don't give none of that should matter into the factoring of who's challenging Thunder Rose in that. If it's not happening on Dynamite and Rampage, let me tell you something, man, I don't give a shit. I don't give a flying fuck how many matches they've won. None of that should matter into the top five for who challenges Thunder the Rosa next. Because then you're going to get shit like Marina Shafir showing up in the top five, and everybody's going to be wondering, well, I don't watch Dark. Who the fuck is this, and where did she get her wins from?
2: That's a good point, man. I agree. Um, I think your wins on Dark should only qualify to get you on television. Yes. And once you get on television then that win or loss counts towards your record.
1: Or or if you want to win on dark fucking three months in a row, maybe you take the best woman in the division who's got the most momentum and put them at the number five position. I don't want to see fucking Marina Shafir come in at number two all of a sudden, bypassing everybody on the, the AW top five women's rank. Where the fuck did she come from? Where did, right. she, who did she beat of note, bro? Seriously, you no, watch I, her. Who did she beat of note? I, Sky I, Blue? Dude, yeah. Oh yeah,
2: she did. She she beat Sky Bloody.
1: Yeah.
2: That that that's a thing though. It, it's Sky Bloody,
1: dude. Oh that
2: was amazing. Like, no, no,
1: Sky Blue has nice assets. <laughs> that was no, fucking
2: no. amazing. One of one of my one of my viewers came up with that. That was fucking amazing. i laughed I, I laughed for a while. But I, I I agree, man. You know, it's not fair that Maria Shafir beat up three, you know, three, four jobbers straight. And Chris Statlander had to lose to Britt Baker.
1: Somebody look up the rankings for me. I want to see if Tony Storm's in the top five. Is Tony Storm in the top five? I don't know. Was fucking talking. God, I'm sorry.
2: (laughs) And although and um, Marina Shafir beat up four or five people on no names on Dark, Statlander loses to Soho and Britt Baker, and all of a sudden, well, Shafir got the
1: better record. What the fuck, man? I don't know, man. I I don't know. And it's not just the women's thing, man. The, the men, uh, t- Tony Khan and AEW do the same thing for the men. Oh, this guy won so many matches on Dark, he's in the top five. I don't give a fuck about Dark, man. Tony Storm is in the top five. She's number three. Number four, Jacob Donnelly says.
2: Number four, yeah. Number four. She's so where there. was
1: Marina Shafir that she got a fucking title match over Thund- uh, over Tony Storm? Was she number three? <laughs> How? I, I, don't
2: I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I find look, it difficult we, to believe that Tony Storm is number four. Who the fuck did she beat? She's been look, here you, for a half a fucking scone and a half a so, cup of coffee.
2: So, 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 we talked about this when TK picked up ROH and, and declared that he was going to be doing creative for all of
1: it. We, we were concerned about burnout. Dude, Marina Shafia was number five and got a title match before fucking uh, Tony Storm. Just based on common logic, that does an open challenge. What's with the open challenges, man? Open challenge to me means, hey, we got nothing for you. Let's do an open challenge. Yeah. There's no context there.
2: Yeah. But that's, that's that's you know, we've all had our complaints and issues with the way that the women were booked. Um, no one outside of Jade or Britt Baker is, is booked strong in the women's division, man. And it's, it's just a, a sad fact. It's a very sad fact.
1: I don't, I don't know, man. Something needs to be done. So things need to change. I'm sorry. There's... I Listen, Jesse and I love AEW and love what Tony Khan has done. It's far from perfect. But these are the fucking things that just get under our skin as wrestling fans, man. And we don't know everything. We're just fucking... We're fucking marks on the internet talking about pro wrestling. Absolutely. Smart marks. I'm the smartest in this fucking community, bar none. And so is Jesse. But... Um, you know, there there are things that need to that, that need to be fixed. And this is one of the most glaring things that needs to be fixed. Why? And and and, and look, man, the, these are just these are just
2: things that that as fans that we were are wishing can, you know, eventually come to fruition so we can continue to enjoy the product. What we don't want is for the same mistakes to happen over and over and over. And then we start looking at this company like I did the last company that I used to watch, you know. I mean, I mean, things don't always go the way you want. No, that's not that's not what we fucking want here. I mean, we just want things to. But but throw. he listens.
1: He listens to the fans more so than that other yes. fucking place. Yes. And as, he as takes as as our opinions and our uh, our takes into heavy consideration because a lot of what we talked about, Jesse, sometimes it actually ends up happening. And, and it's a beautiful thing, man. I mean, I'm I'm glad that we finally have
2: a company that actually listens to the fans. Yeah. You know I'm I'm extremely appreciative of it, and in no way, shape, form, or fashion, am I thinking that it's easy to book, you know, live television like that at all. Um, but at the same time, you know, we gotta. I mean, if we're just if we're putting our best foot forward, which is all we ask, bro. If we're putting our best foot forward, we're not looking at Marina Shafia versus Thunder Rosa
1: in a match. No. on TV. No, I'm not even it's not even worthy of of Dark. Never mind Dynamite. No. Well, I'll take that back. I would love to see
2: someone like a Thunder Rose to come in and do a one-off on Dark once in a while. Yes, and work with somebody that she genuinely wants
1: to work for, work with.
2: Yes, yes, non-title, of course. But yeah, how awesome would it be to tune in on Dark? And hey, you know what? We They did it with Moxley, fucking tune in dark. We get Moxley on Dark. We had Omega on Dark, Brian on Dark. Can me Thunder Rose on Dark once a month or so? That's fine.
1: I mean just after, just after just after you you texted me during the fucking match, man you you, you said uh, and I knew the spot exactly because um I, I said the same fucking thing I probably had the same reaction as you. It was basic fucking snap suplex. She almost dropped the fucking woman on her head.
2: almost dropped her on her fucking head and neck,
1: doing a suplex, man throws and judo throws and this and that. I don't give a fuck about her background or what Thunder Rosa's background is compared to fucking Bernice Shafir. This shit sucks. It doesn't belong in a pro wrestling ring on national television in prime time. The only one I ever loved, and she don't even wrestle like that, is Shayna Baszler. She got the fundamentals down better than Ronda and all of the fucking stablemates that she came in with. Why is that? She got it right from day one. And she had the best fucking character and the best mic skill out of everybody. Why did she take to it quicker than all of them? And she's the most she's she's probably the second most notable name in that group under Ronda Rousey. I don't get it.
2: It's not, it's it's to to do what they did in MMA in the transition and the pro wrestling, it's not easy. It's not easy, and I don't want to pretend like it is, you know, but at the same time, you have to be able to weed out the ones who are getting it and not getting it. Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey got it, you know. Shafir and Justin Duke, they did. They just didn't get it. And it's, it look, it's fine, bro. Not everybody's going to get it. I even pitched something that would help, um, give Marina Shafir something to do on television. I, I, I pitched her as being a heavy in a faction, something like that. Um, before Rhea Ripley entered Judgment Day, or something like that, a big, a strong female force in a faction. I think that she would have a presence there. She doesn't need to work matches. She can do run-ins, uh, interference, things like that, be a manager.
1: Bro, we have Dan Lambert in this fucking company employed with America's Top Team. That Put was the him. role for her, but she was ousted because Paige Van, Zan Van is the much bigger name. <laughs> so Paige where Van is Zandt. she going to go? I don't
2: know. It does seem like Paige Van Zandt did take the role that Marina Shafir would have been okay That's the in.
1: role for her. And yeah. outside that, there is no role for her. Yeah. There would have been another role for her in WWE alongside Roddy in Diamond Mine, but she got fired. Now you see why she got fired. Maybe even House of Black,
2: but now Julia Hart took that. There's no role for her. No role I for don't know her. Why, right why she's on TV? Or even a Team Roddy.
1: Taz. She fit into Team Taz. She's not good enough for Team Taz.
2: I mean. Man, yeah, I think about that. What, what's, what's Roddy's situation?
1: Are we getting Roddy anytime soon? I don't know. The Creed's just won the team titles at uh, In Your House. I don't know what they're going. I don't know what's going on there. They got, uh, what's his name? Damon Kemp in, in Diamond Mine. I don't know what they're doing. They may oust uh, Roddy from the groove. I, I, I don't see him lasting past this year. I think they give him his release.
2: Oh, God, man. Hopefully. They need something to do with her. I don't know why they invested so much in her, but it's just, it,
1: there's nothing there. No, there's nothing there's there. I don't know. She, she, she must have somebody advocating for her in the back. I don't know. Or somebody's no. in Tony Khan's ear about how you're going to push Manish your I don't know. Adam Cole? Maybe. Possibly. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, guys, um, one more thing we want to talk about. We'll get into uh, some of the matches. We're not going to go over the battle royal because, I mean, it's the fucking battle roll. Kyle O'Reilly won it. We'll go over the moxie match. What happened there? We'll go over the Buddy Matthews and Pack match because that had some title implications as well. Jesse, there was another thing that a lot of people talked about tonight. Are you surprised we didn't see MJF and AEW not striking the uh, iron while it's hot with MJF? A lot of people predicted him to come in as a late entry to the Battle Royal, win it, beat Jon Moxley, and then go on to wrestle Tanahashi and win the interim championship uh, at Forbidden Door. Are you surprised we didn't see MJF or are you upset we didn't see MJF? And how long do you think Tony Khan should wait here or is he on a path right now where he may wait too long and all that heat from MJF kind of dies down and it's a mistake that he didn't strike when he did? No, 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 no. Um MJF needs
2: to go away from TV for a while. I mean, it it, it kind of it plays into it. I mean, if he shows up every day and we doing all of this shit, no showing events, saying what he wants and still here every week. No, I mean, just let him go away. That's fine. When he shows up. I don't know, and it doesn't matter because this is one of those insta- one of those instances where the heart absence make the heart grow fonder anyway, and when he comes back, it will be humongous. It will be humongous, put it in the right spot in the right situation. MJF pops back up. all hell breaks loose. It's cha- it changes everything. I don't care what's going on, Forbidden door, all out, uh, uh, a ladder match of some sort somewhere down. MJF shows up, changes fucking everything all of it. So I like where MJF is right now. He is literally a wild card. He is a wild card in TK's back pocket where you can pull it out and pop the internet instantly at this yeah. point. Yeah. Let's so leave him
1: out for a few weeks and see what says and, and see what's going to be set up for. Him. Are you are you upset we may be getting Moxley versus Punk and not MJF versus Punk at all out? No. We're going to get
2: them all eventually anyway.
1: and and because of the injury
2: circumstance look i I get it you know injury you gotta rework things your long-term booking plans maybe got changed it's fine i understand it man and and we'll get it we'll get it when it's due we'll get moxley and punk we'll get um punk and mjf we'll get it all We just need punk to get better first and we'll get there
1: yeah uh i think anybody that's complaining about a moxley and potential moxley i should say because we don't know when punk's coming back it could be. A little bit longer than the four to six week uh, grace period there for a broken foot. There could be a setback of some sort. We don't know. So I'm just uh, I'm just throwing it out there that, you know, just based on the diagnosis of a broken foot four to six weeks, uh, it it shouldn't be all that bad for Punk. But if we do get Moxley versus Punk, that's a major fucking match for this company, man. It's a first time match in AEW. Uh, There's obviously history there that will be discussed because Punk had ties into the shield. You know, a lot of uh, a lot of that, I hope, comes to television. man. that's something I'm excited about. I remember back in the day when Punk had opted for Chris Hero to take Roman Reigns' spot in the fucking Shield, man. Remember that? So yeah. there are things about Punk and Moxley, man, that I would love to see brought to television on AEW side of things, but I don't think anybody should be complaining about that match. That's a major money match for Chicago. Yeah, no. And and don't forget, man, we still got Punk and
2: Bryan in the back pocket, too. Oh, yeah. And so oh, yeah. we're we getting all of that stuff in due time. Here's something that, no one knows. I know. I don't know, and I'm pretty sure no
1: one knows. How long do we have Punk? I don't know. Three years. I'm assuming dating back to last year. This would be the uh, first full year. So full year uh, come, come, August, come, uh, come August, we got two years, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I wonder how long we have Punk. Yeah. Now uh, that's just me speculating. I mean, he said he's gonna he's gonna go till the wheels fall off. I mean, he's only four. How old is he? Forty two. I'm sure. Forty three. I mean, uh, yeah. He's looked great ever since he's come back, so uh, yeah. I don't see why he wouldn't be able to wrestle at age 44 or 45. He might not want to wrestle into his 50s, which I don't blame him. Uh, right. At that point, he would have accomplished everything he wanted to, but, you know, he is still able to go, so it could be three years that they signed him. It could be five years. It could be something where his contract comes up and he re-ups for another two or three years. I don't know, but right. uh, I think we got him for at least another five, if I all the things it. go correct.
2: He signed MJF to five with his original deal, right? Yeah. Yeah, man, I don't know. Yeah. It's interesting, though.
1: Well, listen, guys, those are the major stories. We're going to talk about Will Ospreay. Uh, he showed up for the first time uh, in, in uh, AEW uh, for his uh, potential New Japan Pro Wrestling Forbidden Door match. Uh, we're going to go over all that stuff. We're going to go over John Moxley and uh, Kyle O'Reilly. We're going to go over uh, Hangman Page and the challenge he threw out to Kazuchika Okada for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship at Forbidden Door. So uh, I want to thank you guys very much for joining us right here on the podcast tonight, man. We got 2,100 plus in the venue. Thank you very much, guys. Um, I see only 648 likes, though. There should be at least 1,000 minimum on tonight's live stream. Make sure you guys get those super chats in. We're going to hang out at the end of the show with our cold beverages. Hit that join button, become a VIP right here on Off The Script. You guys get to sit VIP with me. You guys get those channel emotes and those channel badges next to your name. So hit that join button, man. Great way to support the channel and support the show every single night live here on Off The Script. Go check out the extra that I did today. The real reason why Edge was booted. From the Judgment Day, because Bruce Prichard wants supernatural elements brought into the faction. Edge said, fuck off. And now, Judgment Day is in the hands of Bruce Prichard and Vince McMahon's creative and not Edge. So, we talk about that and all that reasoning. So go check that out. It's on the homepage right now. Including the Monday Night Raw post show from Monday as well, where Cody Rhodes came out and even teased he was going to be in Money in the Bank. So go check all that stuff out. You guys can go follow me on social media at JD from NY206. That's Twitter and Instagram. Again, hit that subscribe button down below. You guys can go follow Jesse on Twitter as well. And go follow him on YouTube at Chi-Town Smart Jesse, what's happening with the uh, AEW Dark watch-alongs, man? Anybody that stood out this week?
2: No, man. Unfortunately, you know, we have, we're having a problem on Dark, man. The structure... On dark is nowhere near the same as it used to be when it first rolled out. We used to get, um, you know, lower to mid card guys. You know, once in the blue moon, we get an upper mid card guy come on over and they put over a young local talent. You know, I mean, I mean, not put them over, they don't lose to them, but they go out there and have a good match. These guys get an entrance, they get to do their little spiel, you know, show their little moves or whatever, then they eventually get their asses kicked. But it's a good spotlight. We don't get that anymore, man. All we pretty much get is the Dark Order versus, you know, the Nightmare Factory, you know, Rinse and Repeat over and over, Amy Sakura. We get the same guys over and over and over, and we're getting less um, of the newer enhancement talent. It's not the same as it used to be. It's really not. It's becoming a little bit more daunting to watch these days, if I'm going to be honest
1: with you. Even more of the reason why uh, wins and losses shouldn't matter coming off that show. Yeah, so... Well, that's a that's a shame because that was the most important show during the entire pandemic. Yeah, and, I mean, uh, to I'm, see I'm, to look, see it or hear, hear here it to, sound like that, it sounds awful. I'm
2: just I'm just here to be honest, man. I mean, I would love to put the shit over because it's what I cover, but I would love to see a little bit more thought and effort go into Dark. It doesn't need a lot. You don't need storylines. You don't need any. It was great when we had just mid card guys. Maybe sometimes an upper or two. And local enhancement talent, and they get to show their shit, and we want to see what they got. And if they get signed, we I mean, hey, great, we saw them, we saw them shine, good, sign them. If they don't, they suck. You know that's fine, move move along, man. But when we get the same matches with guys who are already signed and it's renting me peak, it's less fun as it used. To. It's not as fun as it used
1: to. Be. So you mean to tell me you're uh, you're sick of Emmy soccer? <laughs> <laughs>
2: Bro, she wasn't on for the last two weeks and I'm in heaven, man. I'm loving it. If I got to see that Freddie Mercury spot one more fucking time, man. Bro,
1: Emmy Sakura or Dana Brooke? <laughs> Emmy Sakura or Maki Ito, bro? Which one? Ma- Maki Ito. Maki Ito. Oh my goodness. I take Maki Ito. Whew. Listen, God. man, let's get on Let's get on with the rest of this show, man. Um, who you got in this one, man? Pack versus Buddy Matthews. I texted Jesse earlier this afternoon. I'm like, bro, we got Pack versus Buddy Matthews on, on Dynamite tonight. He's like, and so? I'm okay. like, like what? And so? It's going to be a great fucking wrestling match. And then he tells me, oh, there's nothing on the line. It's going to be a great match between two guys, but it is what it is.
2: You know, it just... I just don't feel like you captured my point at all. Not at all.
1: Reggie, let me at him,
2: Scoob! I got people in my DMs telling me, and this is the thing, so before you say anything about it, I had people in my DMs sending it to me, and then you texted to me, and that's when I'm like, bro, what is the big fucking deal here? I mean... There's two mid-card guys with no build who will have a great Bro, match. It's I'll enjoy.
1: It's two legit fucking people. beasts in between What's those ropes, man. What are you talking about?
2: It's a TV match. So with what? No build. So what? So it'll be good, but I don't
1: see like, oh my All right, God. Clearly there was something on the line here. Apparently it was an all-Atlantic championship qualifier. Yeah, apparently. <laughs>
2: apparently I didn't know it was a goddamn title on the line. Nah, nobody shit. knew. <laughs> I didn't know that.
1: Nobody no, knew. He gonna, broke the news on busted open radio. Maybe I should slip into his DMs and tell him and tell him, "Love, bro, come on my show and break some fucking news." Yeah. Jesus yeah. fucking Christ. Maybe you can flash a fucking paycheck that apparently I mean, that you're giving me. I don't know.
2: Yeah, maybe he can give your partner
1: a fucking press pass. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what. What, bro? The- you got you got to take it upon yourself, man, and act like Butch. You got you got to do the uh, whole uh, show. What's a scrappy do shit, man? Just run into yeah. the Forbidden Door, run into the United Center, man, and just fucking roam around like uh, like Pete Dunne does on SmackDown. I was like, hey, look, I got an email from AEW about my press pass. I'll open it up, reading it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> You'll get
1: there, man. Jesus fucking Christ. You just got to work your ass off. I'm going to come here and bury this fucking show every week till I get a press pass, man. Pack versus Buddy Matthews, man. This was a very good TV match, Uh And looking forward to these two guys getting in the ring. Definitely want to see more of Pac and Buddy Matthews. And this is the championship that was tailor-made for these types of guys. Not getting TV time. So the winner of this match goes on to the Forbidden Door. And there will be uh, three other qualifying matches. And uh, the winners of those qualifying matches go and get put alongside Pac, who defeated Matthews tonight in a fatal four-way at the Forbidden Door. So uh, they use some power. They use some speed. Very similar styles here between these two guys. Pac sent Matthews to the outside with a running hurricanrana, and then he uh, faked one of his Fosbury flops. During the commercial break, we got um, a lot of the action in the commercial break, but we got just enough of it when they came back. Pac sent Matthews over to timekeeper's table, but Matthews came back to drop Pack on the apron with a back suplex. Pac spiked Matthews with the DDT. He sold the shit out of it, uh, did uh, Buddy Matthews. Matthews came back with a rising knee, but was met with a German suplex followed by a Larrett for a double down. Uh, both guys got back to a vertical base. Pack staggered up and blasted Matthews uh, on the top turnbuckle with a uh, Gamangiri. But Matthews came back and planted Pack with a beautiful looking liger bomb for a two. Everybody loves their liger bombs in AEW. Matthews sent uh, or Matthews rather went for a thrust kick, a super kick on the ropes, but Pack blocked it. Hit a uh, beautiful poison rana in return. Buddy Matthews sells those fucking poison ranas as if he's gonna break his fucking neck, man. Jesus Christ. Pac climbed the ropes and landed what was, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful black arrows he's ever hit. Holy shit, a thing of beauty. And he wins the match. One, two, three. It's nice to see Pac, bro, uh, going to the Forbidden Door. He's about to walk through that Forbidden Door and compete with some New Japan peeps, man. Love to see it. Love to. That's what I'm talking about, man. Finally gets uh, something as long as uh, we we continue this uh, train rolling on. Some momentum, man. I like to see Pac's get some momentum underneath them feel like he's always in there, but never really coming out as uh, as a legit top guy. And we all know that he could be a top guy. Maybe this is it. Fuck, uh, you know, he, he, he can be a top guy. You know what else
2: I'm wondering? I wonder if Denise Salcedo got a fucking press pass.
1: Of course Denise got a fucking press pass, man. I'll be sitting next to her. I'm sure at the Forbidden Door, and I'm going to fucking get one of these elbows. Why are you making fun of me and my 90 viewers <laughs> on my channel? <laughs>
2: That almost makes it worth it. Can I
0: get a ride in the Mustang, J.D.? (laughs)
2: Almost makes it
1: worth it. Listen, honey, you're not good enough for the Mustang. I'm sorry, man. You got too much lipstick. I don't like women wearing too much lipstick, ditties. Come on. Come on, man. You're going to bring the fucking overall appeal of the Mustang down a notch. I'm sorry.
2: Move on fucking leave. What about... What about what about what about the other guy? What's his can name? You imagine,
1: can you imagine? bro, can you imagine me, Sap, and Denise doing one of them fucking car ride karaokes, man? Jesus fucking Christ. I got the perfect songs to fucking get Denise and drown out her voice, man. I tell you, man, if, my Spotify playlist is fucking on point. You'll never even fucking hear a peep from her. She may actually jump out of the fucking car.
2: What about your what about your boyfriend with the emo haircut? Is he gonna be there too, man? Who, who, who are you talking about? Emo haircut? Uh, about emo saddening?
3: haircut?
1: You you
2: say he has an emo haircut.
1: Oh, on. I, I, he don't watch good wrestling, man. <laughs> Come on. Ah, this ah. is the type of guy that goes to Starbucks and orders a fucking uh, soy milk skinny vanilla latte, bro. I look at those people, I'm like, are you a human fucking being at that point? I mean, really. What do you
2: get from Starbucks, man?
1: What, what do I get from you? I, I get an oat milk vanilla latte, bro, with an extra shot of espresso. Oh, okay. My bad. Yeah. I don't drink Starbucks, man. You don't drink coffee? No, I don't. Yes, you do. I thought you drank uh, coffee every morning. No, nah, it's terrible for my stomach. Man, I don't. Drink oh coffee. yeah, that's right. I'm sorry. I, I have. Yeah. How, how could I forget? So tea. You, you
2: drink tea. I drink tea, but I don't like drink tea. Oh, I gotta have my tea. No, I drink tea, but I mean I don't drink it. Oh, listen, man. Maybe she'd up Denise. Maybe she got
1: some connects. I don't know. Maybe, Maybe she got a fucking press pass, so maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Man. Anyway, moving on. Eddie Kingston was uh, backstage. He called out Jake Hager for costing him a shot at the AW Championship in the Battle Royal. There were uh, a lot of, um, you know, just Easter eggs there and continuing the storyline with the Jericho Appreciation Society and the Blackpool Combat Club with uh, Eddie Kingston there with Jake Hager and Daniel Garcia. So uh, he said he he threatened actually Jericho and the rest of the uh, Jericho Appreciation Society, he did not know 2.0's names, whatever their fucking names are. Uh, he wants Hager on Rampage, and we got Eddie Kingston versus Jake Hager on Rampage, man. Not really uh, all that keen on uh, Hager wrestling. He looks more like a-, a muscle to me, but here we are. If they they got to do what they got to do to sell this, uh, this cage match coming up, right? That's going to sell it? I don't know. They're going to pick... Uh, I mean, we get, we're getting Ortiz versus Jericho, so why not Kingston versus... Uh, Hager, right? gotta get the random one-on-one matches before we get all ten of them in the fucking cage. Hey, we get we get we get Eddie in a match, man. That's what's important, right? I guess so. It's on Rampage. We'll see Eddie Kingston and uh, J.K. going Rampage. Shrimp Beretta was in the ring. Uh, he followed Eddie Kingston here in the backstage vignette. Beretta was in the ring. He said he was bummed out because today is supposedly National Best Friends Day, and his friends are not here. They are in Japan handling business. He's also. Uh, thinking that Rapongi Vice deserves another shot for the Ring of Honor Tag Team Titles after the United Empire interfered in their last match, which was a Ring of Honor title match against FTR. So he called out FTR. So FTR walks down to the ring with the Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championships. And we seemingly, Jesse, got a build here for the Forbidden Door because they came out And they're very over in Kansas City as FTR, the best tag team on the planet. Dax said if it was up to them, they'd give Rapondi Vice a tag team title match right now. Dax said his partner uh, is not here. Trent's partner is not here right now. Uh, He said Trent's issue shouldn't be with them, though. He said he should be upset with the people who attacked them and cost them the title match. Will Ospreay's Bitch Boys, that was Jeff Cobb and Great O'Conn, He was interrupted by a New Japan logo on the big screen theme music kit. And we see one of the best in the world come out on the stage for the first time. And Will Ospreay, Jesse, appears on Wednesday night, Dynamite. He is the leader of the United Empire, which is a faction in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And we got a bunch of guys here that I do not know the, the, uh, I don't know who they are. I got their names here. Aaron... Hennar, Kyle Fletcher, and Mark Davis, apparently of the United Empire, attacked DTR and Beretta, uh, or FTR rather. Uh, Ross said uh, Osprey is considered one of the top three or four wrestlers in the world, and Osprey gave Trent a uh, running elbow shot to the back of the head, and that was it, pretty much. He stood in front of the camera, smiled, and we got the United Empire on AEW Dynamite. Uh, I thought this was fun, and I kind of, got tipped off a couple of weeks ago that Will Osprey would be making his AEW Dynamite debut but he had that uh that uh problem there or, or what was it a kidney problem or, or something like that a uh a stomach problem and yeah. he was supposed to show up 2 weeks ago and we got him tonight so what do you think of this Jesse you think Osprey going to factor into the Forbidden Door and whatever they got going on
3: there
2: Yeah man Osprey is a, is a um is a is a draw for the for for a show like Forbidden Door, man, for the for the for the hardcore fans. So that's a very high profile match. Anything Osprey's in is a very high profile match. Yeah. So um that I mean whatever he touches is going to <clears>
1: be <throat> great for whoever he's in the ring with. So you know, good for them, man. I don't know who he's going to be in the ring with. Uh, he may be out there just selling the tag team match for his guys, um, Gretel Kahn, yeah. Jeff Cobb. Is it a Cobb trio's match? Is it a faction? Yeah, mix? yeah. I would say yeah, it's going to be Gretel Khan and Jeff Cobb maybe against FTR and then Riponji Vice. I don't know where will Osprey factors into all that, but I wish he does. I hope he does factor into the Forbidden Door. I mean, it would be very easy to find an opponent for him. Maybe it's Brian Daniels. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, yeah. We get Osprey.
2: Um, we get. We we'll get Cobb last week. We got Ospreay. Okada's name was mentioned. Um, sooner or later, we're getting Okada in the States.
1: Yeah.
2: So um, I don't know if they're going to hold off to the show or if he's going to show up a few weeks early or what. But that's what everyone's waiting for. They're, wait- they're waiting for Okada to show up with that title. And um looks like he's going to be getting hangman. I, th- I thought someone debunked it. It wasn't going to be hangman.
1: Well, the thing, Meltzer reported it, and then all of a sudden he retracts the report because... Um... I guess I, I, I even said this on my podcast. I, I figured Meltzer reported it. Tony Khan didn't want it out there because he supposedly has the card very well uh, hidden and secretive. And then somehow Dave Meltzer reported that he wasn't supposed to. And then he retracted it because I'm assuming AEW told him to take the report down and yeah. claim that it was false. So it looks like we did get that. And, and we'll talk about that in a second, but uh, we'll operate on AEW dynamite uh, doing anything with anybody in AEW is uh is okay in my book. I hope we see him definitely in a one-on-one match at Forbidden Door. Kyle O'Reilly, uh, he was there with Bobby Fish, Adam Cole, and William Regal to sell the main event match against Joe Moxie. Regal said, uh, all three of these guys, you know, he's taught them a thing or two over the last couple of years. I'm like, ha-ha, black and gold. There you are, man. There you go. Regal asked O'Reilly if he's sure he wants to face Moxie because his wife and friends are going to miss him. He said he'll be on commentaries. he gets his head cracked open. O'Reilly cut a very passionate promo and said he came to AEW to fight the best in the world and fight for the AEW title. And tonight he does both of those things. And Adam Cole is going to be there for support. Great promo. And William Regal's always great. So very, uh, very good
2: stuff there. Anytime I get to hear or see Regal, A OK with me, man.
1: Yeah. Adam Page. Adam Page and David Finlay on AEW Dynamite. Uh, This was a very good pro wrestling match, kind of quiet by the Kansas City crowd standards for this match because I'm assuming they weren't really familiar with David Finley, but they're very familiar with Hangman Page, and they had a very good wrestling match. David Finley is very good, and Hangman got the win here. They wrestled uh, to start the match, kind of going at each other a little bit. He took Finley out, did Hangman with a nice tope suicida. Uh, Finley went right into the barricade, blasted against the barricade. He went over and sipped some... uh, ladies' beer in the front row. So that had to be cool for her. Then uh, they get back into the ring, and Finley targets the leg. Vicious chop block on Hangman right before commercial break. Page started to make a comeback. Fall away slam. He followed up with a plancha to the floor. Suplex back in the ring. He got a two-count. Page wanted a dead eye, but Finley counted into a vicious backbreaker. He goes for a near fall, gets a two-count. Page caught a crossbody. Finley cradled Page for... Another two, Page flipped out of a German, almost landed on his fucking head. Thank God he didn't. And it reminded me of the situation Ricky Starks was in, Jesse. Remember Ricky Starks and Brian Cage, that situation in that match. Um, I got very scared for a second, but thank God he landed on his feet. So he leveled Finley with a clothesline, and he hit the buckshot for the win. Very good match, but Kansas City was rather quiet for this one. Yeah,
2: man, the crowd was... Hit or miss, you know. Tonight, you know, some spots they were right on with their reactions. Other ones they kind of missed the boat a little bit. Yep. So I don't know. I don't want to say it was a terrible crowd because there was some spots they get right, but other ones, I I think they could have. I think could have been a better
1: reaction for Osprey, even though he did get one. It could have been a better one. Yeah, well, there was a holy shit chance um, for Will yeah. Osprey. So uh, they they knew who he was at least. The other guys not so much. But uh, and this show was a sellout too by AEW standards uh, in Kansas City. But I don't know why they were so quiet for this match. A very good match, like I said. Hangman won the match with the Lariat, Buckshot Lariat, over David Finley. Uh, He got in the ring. No, he was in the ring, rather, Hangman, and he got a microphone. Fans started chanting cowboy shit. He said there's a lot he wants to say about the AEW world title, but tonight isn't the night. He said he wasn't in the Little Battle Royal earlier, and it doesn't look like I'm getting a title shot anytime soon uh why is that i would like an explanation as to why hangman wasn't in the fucking battle royal but you know i i guess uh everybody jesse needs to be protected at some uh at some point right so uh, i'm assuming tk didn't put him in there because he wanted to protect the commodity that is hangman page
2: you gotta find you gotta find a different way to do it man yeah. i'm sorry it makes no sense that yes. the guy is not only not getting a rematch because of the injury but hell this should be his rematch. He yes. should be in that damn battle royal. There's no reason. He should be the only one in the damn battle royal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he should be in that battle royal. And, and
1: if Paige went on to win the battle royal and wrestle John Moxley in the main event, it would have been looked at as a major main event, more so than Kyle O'Reilly. Again, not taking anything away from Kyle O'Reilly, but losing to Moxley, if Paige was in there, Jesse, would have taken nothing yeah. away from Paige. And he still could have challenged Okada or Jay White or whoever the fucking champion is at Forbidden Door. Yeah, let him go
2: on. I mean, let him take that second L to Mox. That's fine. Play it into the storyline. Maybe have him revert to doubting himself again, you know, before he does his eventual climb. Whatever the case may be. Protect him in his elimination from the Battle Royal, if need be. But there's no reason on the fucking planet, guys, like, Guys like
1: Wardlow and, and and Hangman were not in the Battle Royal. Yeah, we'll talk about Wardlow in, in a second because he followed uh, a couple segments after this. So Hangman goes on and says that, you know, since he doesn't get a title shot here because he wasn't in the Battle Royal, he remembers that there's just not one world championship in pro wrestling. He said the last Sunday in June, he's issuing a challenge to the IWGP champion, Kazuchika Okada. So Adam Cole on commentary for this match because he has vested interest in this. because He wants a world title match against Okada as well. And he stood up and asked Hangman if he was that delusional. Cole said, listen, my good friend Jay White might be the IWGP champion by then. He said Hangman isn't the champion anymore, whereas he won the Owen Hart Foundation tournament. He says he's on a roll and he should be the one to get the IWGP championship opportunity. He said it's his time He said, AEW is all about Adam Cole, baby, and everyone should stay out of his way. Boom. So this Dominion show is going to have major implications on AEW Forbidden Door. So we could see, theoretically, we could see Jay White, the new IWGP World Heavyweight Champion, and Jay White, I'm assuming, would then battle Adam Cole for the IWGP World Championship. And then we get Kazuchika Okada and Hangman Page in a one-off non-title match or... Uh, Just a regular one-on-one match. I don't know which way you would rather see this go, Jesse, but uh, I I know the rumored match with Okada and Page was reported. Uh, It's not my number one, but I'm also not going to complain about it because uh, it's Adam Page and Okada, and I'm sure it's going to be a a fucking barn burner.
2: Yeah, no, I don't care. You know, I don't want Okada versus Hangman, but I don't care. I mean, you fucking give it to me, and I'm going to eat it and enjoy it and love it, all right? I want Okada versus Bryan, but... Again, it's one of those things where you don't get what you want. This is what you get and what they plan on giving us. I'm a-okay with, you know, if you're asking me who I'd rather see, I'd rather see o- Okada and Brian, you know. No, you're going to get Okada and Hangman. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh it's like, oh, oh man, what am I going to do with my life, man? I'm fucking heartbroken. <laughs> yeah.
2: Oh, sorry, you know. yeah, like, Tough, you know, but yeah, I mean, you, you can't go wrong. dude. New, Jap- New Japan has certain stars, and AEW has certain stars where I don't care what you give us. You know, you can take certain guys and put them in a big bowl and pull out hats, and we're gonna enjoy the match. You know, with with certain guys, not the whole roster. Okada, you know, uh, Osprey, Tanahashi. I mean, Okada, all of these guys. Put them in, put them in the bowl and pull fucking hats out. Moxley, Brian, Cole. We'll enjoy it. We'll definitely enjoy it. So,
1: if we get Page and Okada. And we got Moxley versus Tanahashi. That's a number, that's a number one, number two, uh, top-tier level fucking main event combo right there. That's uh, something yep. that I don't really think anybody should complain about. And, and then, you, then you got the potential for uh, Brian Danielson being added to this that's and him I wrestling do. anybody. Who's to say he's not wrestling Zack Sabre Jr. or wrestling Will Ospreay? Like, are you going to complain about that as well? <laughs> I mean, nope. and Just then you got that, this it, fatal four-way for the uh, All-Atlantic Championship, which should be great. So Forbidden yep. Door yep. shaping up to be a fucking great show. No, it is Jay White. Jay and, White. And, and, and who the fuck knows him and Adam Cole? Maybe. Who's gonna complain about that? Naito. Do we have anything for Texas? Naito. Who's Naito gonna be facing? I don't know. I mean, we.
2: I mean, we. We need opponents for these guys, bro. And we got stars all over the place. It's gonna be a great fucking show. I really wish I had a press pass. All right, let's go. This
1: fucking guy with his press passes, man.
2: Maybe you should extend the Rosa, man. Uh, she's not giving out press passes, man. She got connects, though. Uh, I thought I did, too, but what do I know?
1: Anyway, that's uh, what happened there. Paige and Okada teased uh, after all the reports about uh, that match happening, so we will see what uh, happens after Sunday's Dominion show if Okada or Jay White walk out with the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Shivani interviewed Wardlow, and Wardlow was in the ring. Wardlow is a very good promo. He carries himself very well, happy to see that he's always getting better each and every time he's out there. He said, Wardlow... Decided not to be in the battle royal, so he said he knows Wardlow has something on his mind, and he handed the microphone to Wardlow. Big Wardlow chant. Uh, he they got this thing Jesse where he comes walking uh, out of the backstage area through the backstage area through the curtain. Very Goldberg esque. I, yeah, I don't mind like it, it at all. I no, I don't like it. Man. You don't like it.
2: I like no. I liked it when they were doing it for the whole you know security thing with MJF. That's great. But I think we should be at the point where Wardlow just now has his entrance, bro. Just give us his new theme and his new entrance now. He's an employee. They're even, He's chanting, they're even chanting like Goldberg, bro. Whoa. oh, yeah. no, so cringe, man. He is not Goldberg, bro. No, Goldberg sucks. By the <laughs> way, by the way, uh, <laughs> fuck Bill Goldberg. Okay. Really, dude? Seriously. Really? Goldberg fucking sucks. Don't don't pattern anybody after that fucking piece of trash. He was never a wrestling fan, guys. He
1: never, ever, ever liked
2: By the wrestling. way,
1: by the way, Bray Wyatt is still in Saudi Arabia. Still, still buried, buried somewhere in the yeah, depths, man. I don't know.
2: Goldberg is not like kind of he is not someone to mirror yourself out of Bret Hart, yes. You know, Shawn Michaels, sure. You know, Undertaker, great. These old school guys, Not not Goldberg, man. No.
1: It almost it almost seems like Tony Khan's doing it as a troll to Eric Bischoff. Uh, fucking, yeah,
2: yeah, probably. <laughs> 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 fucking
1: piss-off piece of shit. I could do what you do with Goldberg with Warlock better. <laughs> Maybe. Probably. I don't know. Anyways, out there, he wants to welcome everybody in Kansas City to Wardlow's World. He said he asked not to take part in the Battle Royal. Found this to be a little bizarre that he said that. He asked to not be a part of the championship number one contender, Battle Royal. And there were some boos scattered around the arena here in Kansas City. He said Punk is their champion. So if he's not making Punk tap or pin Punk... He doesn't want the world championship. So, Bro, so you know, really l- listen, is. listen, listen, listen. This is what I, I got to say about that. I'll give you I'll give you the floor in a second. So what he's saying, Jesse, correct me if I'm wrong, is so whoever wins the interim championship is not important, and it really doesn't matter who wins that championship because CM Punk is still the champion. And why wouldn't he just go and beat the interim champion and then still beat P- CM Punk for the right. For the world championship. That, I don't know why that was that, said. That's my question. You stole it. <laughs> but so, if
2: he goes on and becomes interim champion, who does the who does Punk face when he gets back? <laughs> <laughs> Can he just fucking tap out Punk? Then I know.
1: I don't know. This made no sense, man. I I don't know why you would devalue the interim champion before we even ground one. I don't be, want I don't want to be in the battle royal and eventually beat the interim champion because CM Punk yeah. is going to be more important than the interim champion.
2: Yeah, the championship
1: is nothing. It, but it's, it's Punk still the I AEW
2: want. championship. It's, it's Punk I want. It's a, that opportunity should have been the most important thing in the world to Wardlow. Yes. Just the opportunity just to get a chance to wrestle for that title should have been the most important thing in the world. And then getting to beat Punk when he gets back should have been a plus, a perk, a bonus. You know, but according to Wardlow, nah, fuck that title. Give me the TBS title. Give me the TNT title with Scorpio Sky instead.
1: Bro, they could have did something in the battle role where Wardlow was in there fucking dumping people out left and right and we see Mark Sterling come out and fucking have 20 security guards with him and Sterling elim- or causes him to get eliminated or or... The security guards go in there, and he's fucking dominating, and they all take him out of the ring. They yeah, all take him out. So, someone come out there, yeah. He could have came easily out and booked cut. him in there and then booked him out of the battle royal. But someone like that should be in that in battle, battle royal. royal. What, what do you think? We get title opportunities handed to us like Monday Night Raw does? Yeah. Yeah. No, Wardlow. As soon as that shit came up in the back, right, and the battle royal list was made, Wardlow should be. I want to be on this list. Come on. Yeah.
2: Wardlow could have came out, and and they could have cut a promo before the show. The same way they did with Thunder Rosa and Marina Shafir and Wardlow cutting a promo saying, "I'm coming for that AEW interim title in the battle royal, and when I get done with that, I'm not done. I'm coming for Scorpio Sky in that TNT title too." Yeah, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be double fucking strapped, and then in the and then in the battle royal. You know, like like you said, you know, Scorpio Sky heard that. You know, America's top team heard that. They came out and they eliminated Wardlow. Pissing Wardlow off and saying, fuck that. Now I'm going straight for the fucking TNT title, you asshole.
1: Well, he he did say to Punk, heal up real quick because when you get back, you can bet your ass I'll be waiting for you. Uh, He said he does want a title, though. He does have aspirations of a title. He said some men have brought prestige to this title, but since then others have not and tarnished that prestige— Says he wants the TNT title. It's time for a change around here. Scorpio Sky walked out with the TNT title belt. Dan Lambert and Ethan Page ran out to try and stop Sky from advancing on Wardlow. Lambert called Wardlow a piece of trash for issuing a challenge to Sky when he's got a bad knee. Wardlow says that he's now all elite. He can wait until he's 110%. So Wardlow diminished the interim champion made the TNT title feel more important than the interim AEW World Championship being contested at one of the biggest wrestling shows of the entire year, and wants the TNT title. And my question, Jesse, is we just gave Scorpio Sky this TNT title, unveiling a new title specific to Scorpio Sky. Are we about to book this man in a match with Wardlow, knowing that he stands not one single iota of a chance of beating Wardlow here? I don't know how, but he needs to beat Wardlow. He, well, needs like to be, he needs to be. This is the same guy that told me MJF should beat Wardlow at double or nothing. Let me let me let me re, let me redo this. He needs to leave the match with the title. Wardlow needs to. Scorpio Sky needs to leave the match with the title. Yeah, yeah. This need to beat Wardlow.
2: No, I mean, and look, if your goal is to get the strap off of Sky, fine. But from what I can tell. They just gave the guy a custom fucking title, so they plan on him keeping it for a little bit. So if that's your match, if you're going to book the match, fine. You got to protect Wardlow, and Scorpio got to retain. So figure that one out. I don't don't know. But from what I can tell, Scorpio Sky is not due to lose that title. Bro, there is no
1: fucking way that Wardlow is going into a TNT title match after they already kind of botched his... His appearance following Double or Nothing with fucking Mark Sterling and twenty guards. There's no way they're gonna put him in a feud with Scorpio Sky and have him lose his opportunity at the TNT title. He's already had that and lost. My my plans for Wardlow
2: include the world title, not the T, not the T. Wardlow is not
1: winning the world title yet. Ever? Not until MJF gets it. So we're talking about <laughs> maybe a year plus, two years. Well. If they if they look,
2: if they plan on taking the title off of Sky, Wardlow is a fantastic pick for it. That's he's fucking fine. Perfect. All I'm saying is it does not appear that they're going to be taking that title off of Scorpio Sky in the near future.
1: I also don't think Scorpio Sky holding the championship is going to be given the opportunity to really show what he can do with it and build that title around the prestige that I know he can build around it by working his ass off. So, Wardlow, yeah. I, I just feel like he's just a placeholder. I, I feel like every single person that's held that TNT title has been a fucking placeholder, man. It hasn't felt the same since Miro. Since Miro. Yeah. Even when Cody had it, Cody fucking dropped it. And we had an interim fucking champion because he was out with COVID for one week. You yeah. know, I get it, that Tony Khan wanted to do the ladder match, but he could have did the ladder match without crowning an interim champion. But yeah. Wardlow, if he brings any sort of prestige back to the fucking championship, man, I'm all, I'm all for it. You, you yeah, gotta yeah, got, yeah. no. got keep him hot because after Double or Nothing, man, he had that, well, that one little segment with Mark Sterling. MJF legitimately blew everybody in the fucking industry out of the water, and mm-hmm. Wardlow was put over in a major way at Double or Nothing, and he felt like a fucking afterthought following the big win on Sunday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. They... they Wardlow is one that they do need to capitalize and strike while the iron's hot. Um... Otherwise, yeah, you don't want to lose that momentum that MJF gave Wardlow. No. So you, you definitely want him winning things. You really do. Um, but again, I'm, I'm going off the fact that it appears that they are, they're not in a place to take that title off of Scorpio Sky just yet. So I think somehow they got to do the match, and I'm pretty sure through America's Top Team or Ethan Page somewhere,
1: it'll be a reason why Wardlow doesn't leave with the title. And we'll see what happens. It's not going to happen immediately. Uh, I don't know the severity of uh, Scorpio's guy's injury, but uh, Wardlow made uh, aspirations. He wants the TNT title, and that's something that we discussed last week on the show. I think that's a right uh, direction for him to go in. So we get Mark Sterling backstage with six security guys. He yelled at um, Wardlow in the ring. He was on the big screen. He said Wardlow can face him in court next week or wrestle 20 security guys in an elimination match next week. Either way, you will pay. So... Uh obviously we're getting Wardlow versus 20 security guys, Jesse. Uh I, I don't really I, I, I get why they're they're trying to get Wardlow over and really make it outlandish and over the top, but uh, I, I'm just over this Mark Sterling shit, man. I really am with the security guards. This shit should have died when MJF was beaten. I think it's kind of fucking funny. <laughs> it, is,
0: it, is, it
1: is funny. And it's gonna be a fucking uh it's gonna be a disaster next week. But, yeah. you know, I I I wanna see him move on to bigger and better things. And I feel like hanging around Mark Sterling is kind of keeping him at that that very uh well, middle of the road uh, level there for Wardlow. Well well in, in in that match
2: where he is gonna put you know eight security guards right back in the hospital, you know, that's when we're gonna get America's top team out there to beat the crap out of Wardlow. Yep. And so we'll see how it goes. Um the future be good, man. And even the match will be good with uh Wardlow and, and Sky. You know I'm just worried about how they book the winner. I mean, how do you book the winner? I mean, putting the title on Warlow right away, you kind of hot potato in that title, and you don't want Warlow to lose his momentum. So that's
1: a little bit of a pickle. It is a very difficult situation there. Uh, Again, we don't know when it's going to happen, but uh, it's in the cards, and uh, they teased a match coming up between the two. Uh, We got another match uh, scheduled for next week's uh, Dynamite Chester. The young Bucks were lounging in a uh, dressing room backstage. Matt Jackson said they're back and they want their tag team titles back. The Hardys come on in, Jesse's favorite tag team in all of the universe, the Hardy boys, Matt and Jeff Hardy. And then the Hardys came in saying that they overheard them. Matt said that they want to beat them, um, or Matt said they did beat them at double or nothing. Clean as a whistle, he said. He said they deserve a tag team title opportunity before the Young Bucks get one. In walks Christian Cage, Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Christian challenged both teams to have a match that put them on the map, I said, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, we're screwed. <laughs> a dude. triple threat ladder match <laughs> for the tag team titles. The Hardys and the Bucks were all in. The Bucks told Brandon Cutler to cut the camera and called him a dumbass as the fuck, segment came man. to an end. Bro, we're getting Jeff Hardy coming off a concussion going into next week's Dynamite with ladders. They're going to put that guy on a
2: fucking ladder, man. I mean... And Matt, they're gonna put these. They're gonna put these guys on ladders, man. Somebody's walking out
1: on a stretch, bro. Next week, they're walking out on the stretch on road rage. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: man, I mean, I don't. I mean, I listen. Right, look, man, I, I, I feel. I feel like we're fucking just picking the show apart tonight, dude. Listen, I, I said. I said it a long time.
2: I said it a long time ago. Nobody, everybody, got pissy at me then. The fucking hardies have
1: run their course, bro. We, we, we get it. We, 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 we understand it, Jeff. 25 years ago, was a maniacal fucking just stuntman, okay? He, he was, a, he's a crazy motherfucker, I get it. But this guy's in AEW, how long, Jesse? When did he, when did he get here? April? May? Yeah, suppose, May? Yeah. May, right? He got here in May. He's not even, here, well, what? Yeah, end of April. He, he's not even here a month and a half, two months yet. And this guy's already been jumping on fucking ladders, scaling buildings in Texas as, he's, as if he's fucking Spider-Man. This guy had a demolition derby with Darby Allin and an Owen Cup, the only Owen Hart Cup match in the tournament that had no DQ stipulations attached to it. And then he got a fucking concussion in a regular tag team match at the pay-per-view where he looked all loopy. And now you want to put this man in a fucking ladder match with the Young Bucks, God willing. He walks out okay, knowing what these, te- these teams are capable of and knowing Jeff Hardy, he doesn't give a fuck what he does to himself. Bro, we could be looking at a serious situation. This this is a bad idea. Even March. If, you came in March, he, not May, April. I'm sorry. March. E,
2: even if absolutely nothing goes wrong, by the grace of God, hopefully, it's still a bad decision because you, you, you're, you're, inviting, you're inviting a major botch here. I mean, it, look, I've said this for a while. I mean, it's, it's nothing personal against the Hardys themselves. I, I love them and respect them, but I think they've reached that time where they need to stop performing full time like this. I enjoy what they're doing with Sting. I enjoy what they're doing with Christian Cage. I enjoy what they're doing with all of their veterans, all of their super mega stars who were back in the day and are here now to help the newer talent. I love how AEW's treating them, except the Hardys.
1: I think that they're pushing them too far. They're done.
2: They're done, bro. bro they
1: could, they could, they could win. The fucking tag team titles next week. We could be so, looking at the Hardy brothers, bro. The AEW tag team champions. The titles are changing hands next week. I don't even fuck what anybody says. See, the Hardys or the Bucks. Jurassic Express is not walking out with the tag team titles. Just give it to the Bucks, man. Just give it to the fucking Bucks. Like, is it Please. like I, I would love to know if one of the Hardys or the Bucks came up with this, or if this is a, a Tony Khan decision? I'd love to know who came up with this being a ladder match next week. Now, I love ladder matches. Don't get me wrong, but. Just seeing how deteriorated the Hardys are—scary, man. It's really fucking scary. It is, man.
2: I'm not even—I don't know about—I don't know about anybody else here, but when I'm watching the Hardys work, I'm not enjoying it. I'm—I'm I'm more worried. I'm not like sitting there like cringe, like oh this sucks, I hate it. I'm more worried about their own fucking safety. I feel like they're gonna fucking seriously hurt themselves after every big spot they do. You know, it's, it's, I, I would rather see them leave the match safely and not die in the ring.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We'll, uh, we'll see next week, but uh, hopefully Jeff is cleared. Hopefully he is cleared and ready to go because uh, next week is going to be a fucking uh, car crash for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Yeah. Thunder Rosa versus Marina Shafir. Rosa ended up winning with a roll-up because Marina Shafir is fucking absolute dog shit. So uh, that's my opinion there. The major thing that happened after the match was Tony Storm came out and saved Thunder Rosa as she was celebrating. She turns her back and Shafir attacked her post match. She kicked her from behind. Shafir then did a judo throw on Thunder Rosa, applied a submission hold on the mat. Tony Storm ran out and Rosa came back and uh, sit out, power bomb Shafir in the middle of the ring. Storm picked up the AEW title and looked over at Rosa. She paused and then handed Rosa the belt. And uh, of course, Tony Storm has AEW Women's Championship aspirations on the mind. Uh, this is a match that uh, I have been asking for, so you're not going to hear a fucking peep out of me. I know. Uh, I know. Tony Brown is uh, loving all the booty meat in this match, and uh, it's going to be a booty meat classic. But. Um, who's the heel who's the baby face who do we cheer for bro there's two uh fan favorites here especially on this podcast and Thunder Rose and Tony Storm, but uh who wins this match who is the heel who's the baby face what the fuck do we do here well we
2: got a face on face we got a new champion in Thunder Rosa so all signs point to not um flopping the title back that fast um the fact that it's baby face versus baby face I, me personally and and it's just the way that I'm looking at the way that she's being treated and everything else, I sincerely hope they entertain the thought of turning Thunder Rosa, if not heel, just somewhat tweener or something, because her um, lack of creativity and TV time and all of that can all play a part into her heel turn, you know, all of it, you know, she's sick of playing the politics and everything else, and, you know, she's not your Britt Baker. So she doesn't get the the exposure that other, I mean, this is all, this is all, this is all, it all plays into what AEW does. They do best and they, they turn reality into, into a work, you know, and this could be a part of it. And I sincerely think bringing in the Renegade twins as heavy can help bring them up a little bit and elevate
1: Thunder Rose's heel run. So, so let, let me, let me ask you guys a question here. Uh, number one, what are we going to do as far as story? Because here we are back in the same fucking boat paddling up the fucking river here with Thunder Rosa and Serena Deeb having no story whatsoever. Fantastic fucking match. I thought the match was probably match of the night, if you want to boil it down to things. Probably the best women's match all year in AEW. One of the best women's matches all year in any promotion, really. There's no story there. So are we going to get a story between Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa, or are we going to wait till two weeks before the match and then remember, oh shit, we got a story to tell with Tony Storm and Thunder Rosa because... You, at that point, A, would be doing Thunder Rosa, another dirty uh, situation, number one, and, and you'll be proving Tony Storm right because what she left WWE for, you'll be doing right here in AEW with her, and she doesn't really deserve that. She should be, and all women should be, in, in solid stories that have some fucking context to them. I don't want to see that. This is a barn burner of a fucking match. This is a perennial dream match for the women in, in this company, and there's going to be no build? I hope to God not that uh, it it doesn't end up the same as Deeb and Thunder Rosa. Let's see what what kind of build he has planned for us.
2: So right about now, he's just telling us that that Storm, you know, is thinking about going after the title. And Thunder Rosa is now weary of Storm. So we're going to see what kind of build we get into. I mean, as it stands right now, you know, Storm should have been in that match instead of Marina Shafir. So what are they gonna say? What it's it's is next contender just because
1: rankings? Is, is that where we're going? That's not context. No, it's not. That's not context. That's- these the, these uh, the, these fucking rankings change more often uh, and especially behind people's backs more than we change fucking underwear every morning. I mean, yeah. there's no context there. And I would yeah, actually I know you said thunder. I can't I can't I can't picture thunder Rose as a heel. I mean I don't think I mean, she I don't think she I, I don't know I mean I loved her and well, lucha underground. Uh, I, I, she played a good heel, but she was under a mask in Lucha Underground. But I don't Lucha. know if I could see Thunder Rose as a heel, bro. I could see Tony Storm being a heel. I could see Tony Storm not giving a fuck about the fans, really. She's just got yeah. that attitude. Yeah, you know, I, she's worked heel before, yeah. you know. And I, 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 Triple I, I H, the, Triple H obviously saw something in Tony Storm being a heel.
2: Yeah, yeah, man. But you know, I'm, I want to see. Like I said, I, I pitched it to a, to a mutual friend of ours, man, and you know it's, it was entertaining. You know, so we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I'm with you because she she does feel like a baby face through and through. Does Thunder Rosa? Uh,
1: but, Issa, um, Issa in the chat, the NYC Demon Diva Issa. Tony Storm is number f- number. F- it's not in the rankings. I, I just asked before; they said
2: she was number four. Say so she's not. Maybe that's from today. I don't know.
1: Maybe they just updated. The chat said that Tony Stone was number four and the, there was a whole heated discussion about fucking rankings they, and how, they, how we get these rankings. I think they meant Shafir. Oh, Shafir, well, that's even worse. <laughs> even worse. That's <laughs> even worse than after what we talked about before. You know,
2: I I I, I, I know it's out there and I know Donna Rosa is, is easily, you know, a, a, a top babyface, but the way, the, the way she comes off and everything else, I think the way that she's been treated as of late gives her enough reason to just have a little bit of an attitude shift. Yeah. No.
1: We'll see, man. I just want some context, uh, Thunder Rose, listening. listen. You know, the other thing, I know New Japan has uh, some stardom tie-ins as well. I think they uh, they own stardom, right, if
0: I'm not Storm mistaken?
2: Is, Storm is, so Shafir is five, Storm is four, and Issa is drunk, apparently. So,
1: uh, There's nothing wrong with that.
2: No, no, there you go. So man. Well. She did had a couple, she, she had you, a couple cold a lot- beverages while doing her live stream. Issa, did you get a lot of super chats tonight? Is that is, is is that was that why were you we, we pounding the shots tonight, bro? I believe Issa also has
1: a press pass. Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> 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 oh man, I know how to push this guy's buttons. Listen, what are we doing with Thunder Rosa at Forbidden Door, man? Are we going uh, Are we going Thunder Rosa versus Kyrie? Uh, Kyrie Sane, huh? What happened? Are we not giving Thunder Rosa Forbidden Door match? Being that stardom is run by New Japan. Huh?
2: Is it not Who's
3: good enough for the
1: Forbidden Door? Who's the stardom
2: champion? I don't know. If it's not Kyrie, if it's not Kyrie Sane, awesome. But it, can't, it won't be champion versus champion. I don't think Kyrie Sane is the champion.
1: That'd be awesome, man. Kyrie Hojo. That'd be awesome, man. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I don't, awesome. I don't know. Uh, listen, guys, we got uh, Jake Cargill, Stokely Hathaway, and the baddies... Red Velvet, Kira Hogan. They talked about Chris Statlander facing Red Velvet next week. Oh man, I can't wait for that one. Chris Statlander, yes, but Red Velvet, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know. They're gonna Chris go through the baddies and get their one, title man. match. And same old shit.
2: Statlander's another one, man. She she needs she needs some, she needs some, she needs some story, man. She needs something to to get into as far uh, other than just getting the ring and wrestle.
1: Yeah. You know. Another, another momentum fucking uh, shift there, man. She had so much momentum coming out of that match with uh, Ruby Saha. What happened? She Weeks has off mo- television don't really, uh,
2: don't really uh, help in that, in that matter, man. She had momentum coming out of her, her title match with Britt Baker. Yeah. She had momentum oh, she coming out that of that
1: e- solo. Issa does have a press pass. I was just joking around. I wasn't sure she applied. <laughs> <laughs> you want to get Jesse one, Issa, please? He's fucking nagging me to death that he didn't get one. This guy's a fucking noob over here that thinks he's getting a press pass from TK, man. Come on. What the fuck? Come man. on, man. I'm the shill here, bro. I'm on the payroll, apparently. I'm <sighs> oh, sorry, what so were you strong. saying? Nothing, man. <laughs> Chris Statlander. <laughs> Booty meat. What were you saying?
2: Chris Statlander's great. She should be featured more. There you go. I don't have a press pass. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this oh, fucking on, guy. John Moxley versus Kyle O'Reilly. This was the main event of the show. Uh, very good match. Actually, excellent match. Um, this was a very predictable outcome, to say the least. Uh, this was a hard-fought match. John Moxley wins. He goes on to the Forbidden Door. How we got there. Obviously, we got the uh, prototypical uh, fucking paint-by-numbers commercial break in the main event. So we come back. They're in the middle of the ring, fucking throwing blows at each other. Moxley took O'Reilly down with a cutter, which was uh, out of nowhere, really. Uh, and then he set up for a spike pile driver. O'Reilly sat up, applied a triangle sleeper. Moxley looked to be fading. He elbowed Mox in the head while having uh, to hold on to the, uh, the uh, triangle choke that he had locked on. He shifted into an ankle lock from the triangle, and Moxley punched out of it. And then he pile drove O'Reilly anyway for a near fall. O'Reilly came back with a flurry of strikes. They collided middle of the ring and hit uh, three lariats and then fell face first and then down to their knees in a great spot. Regal was on commentary saying this is exactly why I love AEW. This is where we fight. Um, leave the entertainment elsewhere he says. Oh. Says Regal, you heard that one. Did you hear that line, Jesse? Leave the entertainment elsewhere. Yeah, man. Yeah, I heard it, man. It's great. This guy doesn't have a press pass. He's fucking great. crying over here, man. Look at him. Look at it, man. He's uh, he's crying. He'll have a press pass, man. He's not even paying attention to the fucking review anymore. Issa, get him a fucking press pass, please. Gotta look at this guy's oh, fucking... Man. This guy's fucking sad face over here, man. Uh, anyway, um, Mox put O'Reilly in a sleeper. Mox did then gave O'Reilly... Um, a running regal knee followed by a paradigm shift for the one, two, three. And that was it. Moxley advances to the forbidden door main event for the interim AEW world championship. Just like you would expect from these two excellent main events. I would have preferred Andrade for the evening, barring any, uh, heat from new Japan, CMLL or triple A. But, uh, who am I, man? I don't fucking know anything. I'm just a fucking dumb mark on YouTube. But uh, we got a great match anyway, and Moxley is the number one contender as we all predicted. Excellent show! Actually, I wouldn't say excellent show. It was a, it was a passable show, Jesse? A lot of uh, newsworthy things coming out of the show. I wouldn't say it was one of their yeah. best efforts.
2: No, no, it was a good show, man. Yeah. I mean, shit, we good had good show. You no, know, the main event was 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 fucking popping off, man. We got Will Ospreay in there. You know, it, there's nothing wrong with the show. No, it was, it was a new it was a newsworthy show. Yeah, it was a good show. I mean, out, outside of like some just weird creative decisions and. You know, and, you know, me not getting a press pass. You know, other than that, everything was good. Yeah, Everything was good. You
1: know? There you go. There's your AEW Dynamite post show, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to go over the uh, super chats in just a second, but I got to check in on you guys, man. I don't see a thousand likes in the chat. I need 125 likes, man. If you're in the chat and have not hit the thumbs up, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for, man i hitting the thumbs up, man. If you want Jesse to get a press pass, hit the thumbs up. I'll hit a thumbs up when I get a press pass. <laughs> get your super chats in. We're going to hang out in just a second. Get those memberships in. Go get your t-shirts. Bonfire.com is the place to get your off-the-script t-shirts. And go check out today's Extra Man. Extra on Edge and Judgment Day. Why they kicked Edge out of Judgment Day. Bruce loves his fucking magic. He must have binge watch Stranger Things this weekend because you want the supernatural fucking elements brought to the Judgment Day, which now, theoretically, ruins Rhea Ripley and Damian Priest, and they've ultimately wasted our fucking time for the last four weeks, five weeks. So thanks, Bruce. I don't know. I don't see what MJF sees in you, bro. Anyway, go check that out, including the Monday Night Raw show and the live stream on Monday. Also, uh, Hell in a Cell, if you guys want my thoughts on Hell in a Cell, all that stuff is on the homepage. So go check all of that out if you want extra content from OTS. We're going to start at the top with the Super Chats. I thank you guys for getting them on in. We're going to start at the top here with Joseph Taylor with a $2 Super Chat. Of course, Joseph Taylor. Jesse should be scared of the new Julia Hart, he says. I don't know, man. You should be scared of Julia Hart, bro. And Lee Johnson.
0: Um, uh, I'd be more scared of Lee Johnson,
1: bro. Yeah, I not got a DDT coming on the concrete in front of uh, Now Arena when we go to uh, All Out. I haven't seen, I haven't seen uh, Big Shotty in a minute, man. Not even on Dark. I don't know. Where is he? It's Maybe he's afraid of his own girlfriend. He's been a little MIA lately, man. Maybe he's afraid of Julia, man. I don't know. I would be. I don't know. Fucking guy's probably sleeping with one eye open, man. Yeah, probably. He don't want to be Rey Mysterio. Well, I have Rey Mysterio. You know, Seth Rollins pulled his eyeball out. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Quante Owens with a 199 super chat. Am I looking at the right one? No, I'm not. He donated during Raw. I'm sorry, Quante Owens, but thank you for the 199 super chat. Michelle Moran with a $2 super chat. Paige and Okada works for me, but would Paige win? Not if Okada's champion. If Okada loses the championship on Sunday to Jay White, I could see Paige winning. Johnny Angel with a 199 super chat. Should Sonny be removed from the Hall of Fame? Absolutely. Absolutely. She uh... actually committed murder. Well, wait a minute, man.
2: I think you opened up a slippery slope here. Boy. Is is, is Jimmy Snooker in the Hall of Fame? Yes. He committed murder.
1: Well, let's remove him, too.
2: No, it's start going through everybody in the Hall of Fame who committed capital crimes, man.
1: Is Donald Trump in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Then remove him as well.
2: I mean, like I said, it's a slippery fucking slope, bro. Just leave her alone. Does Drew her.
1: Carey have a tarnished past, bro? He's in the Hall of Fame too.
2: He's in the Hall of Fame, yeah, yeah. Besides not being funny, no.
1: Well, you don't like The Price is Right with Drew Carey? No. Man. I like,
2: like. I like. You, you, like, Drew, don't like, I like you don't like whose line is in anyway? I, I like. I like Drew Carey and whose line is in. Yes, anyway? that was a funny show, man. Yeah, yeah, I love that show.
1: Kid Rock's in the Hall of Fame too. Oh,
2: he's a Trump guy, isn't
1: he? Yeah.
2: Oh God, big Trump guy, man. Slippery slope, bro. Just leave her alone. I nah, know. You you you'll, you'll fuck up
1: the whole Hall of Fame trying to get people... No, just just leave her alone, man. Tony Brown with a four ninety nine Super Chat. Dem Hotties, JD and Jesse, yeah? Yeah, we got Thunder Rose and Tony Storm in the same ring together, man. I don't know what could be any better. JP5150 with a $10 Super Chat. I'm going to need at least two rounds of Casa Dragones over ice. By the way, whoever held up the off-the-script sign on uh, the show tonight that was visibly seen on television quite a few times... Whoever you are, man, thank you. Great to see That's representation awesome. in Kansas City for off-the-script. That's awesome. JP, uh, I need two rounds of Castle Dragonis over ice after this dynamite tonight. Forbidden Door looking like a can-miss show. Wish I could go and watch the action live. I'll be there, bro. I'll be streaming the scrum for you guys, so... Better be showing up in legions because I need uh, right. I need Nick Houseman to rub my elbow again. Hey man, you got seven thousand viewers. Who are you? Who are you? What publication are you with, man? I'm fucking JD asshole. Okay, fucking Wrestling Ink man. What's Raj thinking with clowns over there on Wrestling Ink? Come on, Johnny Angel at a one ninety nine. Super chat thoughts on South Park and The Simpsons. I don't watch neither. I thought The Simpsons was always an overrated cartoon, and I don't watch South Park, man. Not my type of shit. More of a family guy guy. Tony Brown with a 4.99 super chat. Like that Thunder meat as well, he says. Absolutely. Yes, Tony Brown. Okay. Joseph Taylor with a two-dollar super chat. Give me Will Ospreay versus Ray Phoenix. I'll take it. Any day of the week, Joseph Taylor. Cam G with a $5 super chat. I saw an OTS sign on the crowd tonight. J.D., that's awesome. Your support is worldwide. Always remember that. Much love always. OTS for life. Everyone tweet at Tony Khan to get me a damn press pass. No, don't do that. Come on. Cam G, thank you for the $5. And thank you to ever again, uh, who held up that off-the-script sign. Uh, Stick World Mayor with a seven-month Re-up to the VIP club, man. Thank you. YouTube still can't get my milestones right. Regardless, there's no doubt. This is the premiere channel. Hit that like button and suck it, geeks, he says. OTS for life. Thank you, Stick World Mayor. Seven months is a long time, man. Long time. Tyler B. with a seven-month re-up. Love you guys, man. Thank you so much for doing this show every week. OTS for life. Thank you, Tyler B. Ricardo Nunes with a $20 Super Chat. J.D., what is your favorite Keith Sweat song? cheers to you and jesse i'll have a moonshine mule uh now i gotta look on spotify bro if i could pull my spotify up here i gotta look up keith sweats i know i know let me did, did you catch the Keith sweat reference yes like i that? did uh really? by uh mr malcolm Bivens. yes sir um I, I have no idea man jesus <sighs> fucking christ Right in the wrong
2: way is good. Right and the wrong way is good. Nobody is, is is perfection, man.
1: Make it last forever. Make it last forever is his number one hit. Not a big Keith Sweat guy, man. I appreciate the, the talent and the voice, though. He's an excellent singer. I like the old school stuff. It's awesome. Tony Brown with a $5 super chat. A lot of booty meat from Tony Brown tonight. Red Velvet, oh, my God, goodness. Yes, Red Velvet is a very beautiful woman. Uh, Mr. Premium, 2002, 499 Super Chat. Is it me, or was there some production issues tonight with AEW? Also, the crowd seemed dead for most of the night. Now it's just Kansas City, bro. See ya. It's the fucking city where Baron Corbin played football, man. What do you expect? Yeah, really. I don't know. There was uh, some... I don't know what the production production issues might have been on, on your guys' end, but I didn't really notice anything. No, I didn't... I, Sean, Sean Stiggers with a twenty dollars super chat. Hope you fellas are doing all right. Appreciate the work y'all do. I didn't bring an OTS sign to the show, J.D., but I'm thankful you helped me open up to AEW. Cheers to that, Sean. It's all I love to hear, man. It's all I love to hear, man. If I can open up a couple of people to uh, anything but WWE, we're doing our jobs. Matthew Ruiz, with a $20 super chat, was at the AC Beer Festival, 7th Avenue, Barrel Bourbon was my favorite, saw you but didn't want to bother you, cheers OTS family, I turned 35 today, keep being great, I acknowledge you, Matthew, you should have came up and said hello to me, man, I was fucking two hours probably in, three hours in, you should have said something, man, I was fucking toasty as fuck, that's what I go to the beer fest for, man, to drink and learn and find something new, if I'm ever at the beer festival, man, you come up and say hello to me. Neb, with a $2 super chat. Jesse, you ain't getting no press pass, clown. Neither are you, Ned. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, but You guys are fucking ruthless over here. I know, right? Allison Tuckwob for the 1999 super chat. Interesting name there, Allison. Uh, I like AEW over WWE. I think the wrestlers in, the, in WWE should take their own creativity and their own promos because... Bruce, don't want to take responsibility. Leave it on someone else. Vince putting some WCW stank on it. Well, that comment was all over the place, Allison. Yes, we get it. Bruce is awful. Nobody wants to work for Bruce Prichard. Apparently MJF does, but I don't see why. Thank you for $20, Allison. Now, PMAC with a $10 super chat. Missed live last week. Went to dynamite. Bad decision on Tony's part. You're at the forum where Showtime Lakers was born. Uh, Fans were waiting. Sky and that Laker belt. And all we got was a backstage segment. Hmm.
2: They didn't bring the the Laker belt out in L.A.?
1: I find that difficult to believe. He didn't make the live crowd appearance with that? Wow. Huh. That's not really a good look on uh, on Tony Khan, then.
2: That sucks.
1: Gavin Deeth with an Australia might $5 super chat. How come there are AEW champions, not kayfabe, pissed about Ring of Honor champions running around on their show? Surely that would play on air. I don't know. Good point. It is a very but good point.
2: It, it, it's not. I mean, maybe they don't want uh, to start an all-out invasion angle. No. Although they kind of low-key did. They've had multiple factions invade AEW and attack AEW talent, man. Yeah. They should be saying, what the fuck is this, man? Hold on. what am to go to fucking New Japan and whoop some ass, man.
1: Dave Callahan with a Canadian $5 super jet. JD, did you see the trailer for the new Resident Evil 4 remake? Yes, I did. I can't wait to play it next year. March 24th, 2023. It's my favorite of all the Resident Evil games. Hope to see you stream the game. I will definitely stream the game. I loved Resident Evil 4. I have every version. I've played every version of Resident Evil 4, man, on every system it's come out Ice Wallow Cum. The 499 Super chat. Another uh, very interesting name here. Cum is spelled C-O-M-E, by the way, geeks. Get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> JD, my man, what can AEW do with the women's division to amp it up? Watching a women's match in AEW is the equivalent of watching a 24-7 title segment in WWE. Nah, I wouldn't call it that bad. Come on now.
2: We, we, we,
1: we covered the women's division. We, we, we have a whole segment on it, man. I'll probably clip something for fucking TikTok tomorrow morning. See, Roman's not in Money in the Bank anymore. He's wrestling Matt Riddle.
2: No, he's not, bro.
1: Who's he Reigns wrestling? Is, he's
2: no longer scheduled for Money in the Bank, man. Who said this? Um,
1: Wrestling Observer. Well, WWE are a bunch of fucking mindless idiots. How are you going to have Roman Reigns not defend the fucking top? What is he, Brock Lesnar? He ain't defending. Yeah, he's getting the Brock schedule, remember? This is ridiculous. They're He's doing the same fucking thing <laughs> that they did with Brock, man. He's How are you... versus Roman Reigns at Money in the Bank? Are you fucking serious? What Isn't are they gonna a do? It? At SummerSlam? Bro. Holy shit. Two hours ago. Man, no draw. No draw for that pay-per-view. Nothing. Cody out and Roman not on the fucking pay-per-view? Who the fuck is wrong? What the fuck is Bruce you doing, man? Jesus Christ. Hijacked the fucking title and said, peace out, bro. I'm going to uh, sit at home and do nothing.
2: Going back to, uh, where, where, where is he? In, uh, in
1: Florida? I guess he's in fucking Fort Lauderdale, man. Tampa.
2: No, no, no. He's from, um, the fuck is Roman from? I forget.
1: I thought he was from Tampa. No?
2: No. No, 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 no. A chat will pop in a minute with it. He's from um, God damn it, no, not Fort Lauderdale. He's from um... West Palm Beach. No, 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 no. Um, Jacksonville.
1: Nope. <laughs> yeah, definitely, <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely not Jacksonville, bro. bro. If Cody wrestles that money in the bank, it's all a fucking work, bro. He's not wrestling Pens- money. Bro. Pensacola. Pensacola. There you, there you go. go. Yes,
2: that's right. Yeah.
1: Arizona, Pensacola, Miami. Oh yeah, ask Isa, bro. Ask Isa. Florida Keys. Ask Isa. She'll give you his fucking yes, home he, address. Well, there you go. She just said <laughs> in the chat. No, he's from Pensacola. She knows. Yeah. His home address, phone number. What's his shoe size, Isa? Oh, I, I I know she knows that, bro. Know it. Joseph Taylor with a two dollar super chat. Denise is boring. He says that's the greatest fucking super chat you ever said Joseph well she'll be boring in the press box without me Joseph Taylor also another $2 super chat JD why do you not like Goldberg because fuck Bill Goldberg that's why that's my reason
2: anybody who does not know why a wrestling fan does not like Goldberg is not a wrestling fan themselves
1: Lord Zero of House Fuck's Given with a five dollar super show. I wish TK would replace the battle royal with the Aztec warfare match. You know what? I was thinking about that fucking shit during the goddamn show, man. Those Aztec warfare matches were fucking awesome. Five people enter at once, never looks good, and no one really gets their moment to shine. No, I, it's it's awful. The casino battle Royales are fucking awful. I think the whole the whole execution of them is just terrible. Isa says size fifteen. Of course. See. Issa, what's Roman Reigns' favorite alcoholic beverage? Oh, give her something hard, man. Give
2: you're, her talking something about Issa,
1: you, you're talking about something hard with Issa and Roman Reigns. Okay, here we go. Uh, Neb with a $5 super chat. Yo, JD, I'm drunk in the venue. I just want to say you and Jesse are cute as fuck. And Jesse, we need you to flip burgers and clean the bathrooms. Get on it, geek. Bro, what's with Ned, bro? He's making fun of that. You don't have a press pass, and now he's calling us cute as fuck and telling you to clean the bathrooms, man. What the fuck's wrong with this guy? He just told you what's wrong with him. He's drunk. He's, he's drunk. The brother's
2: enjoying his beverages, bro. i come back, man. Enjoy.
1: Streaming the magic with a four ninety nine Super Chat. I wonder if this has anything to do... Uh, are you one of the members in 2.0, man? Are you... What's his name? Um, Who's magic in, in 2.0, bro? Matt Menard? Uh, Big Daddy Magic. Big Daddy... Are you Big Daddy Magic? I want to know me now streaming the magic oh oh streaming oh yeah yeah, yeah. freebird with an 11 he's in, he's in the leaves no mentions by the way streaming the uh, magic uh freebird with an 11 month membership love watching ots i'm going to blood and guts so definitely won't be able to come to chicago hopefully meet you both soon you guys are awesome i will let you know when the meet and greet is happening man i should be doing the meet and greet sometimes sunday afternoon before the show uh, i will be able to drink because i will not be going live with well, the review. I'll be doing that on Monday cuz I'll be at the scrum with my press pass interviewing several wrestlers unless, unless <laughs> if uh if there's some fucking decorum at these press uh these press uh, scrums, man. You know, I don't need uh, Denise jumping over me. I don't need Denise jumping over me. Oh,
0: Mr. TK, I need to ask you a
3: question. <coughs>
2: I'm gonna see if Denise will get me a press pass.
1: She she'll get you nothing, man. You're associated with me, man. I'm gonna see. You if don't Denise think these comments me. have eventually gotten back to her? I'm sure they have. I'm gonna see if she'll give me a press pass. I'm
2: gonna go sit by her and just help her bash. I may
1: need to mess. bring a bouquet of roses to the fucking press uh, press seating area, man. It's the next. To, I'm so I'm sorry. <laughs> Do you drink any beer? I'll go get you cause Light. I hope she kicks your fucking ass at the fucking press please. Right, nobody, bro. Nobody talks to me at these things, man. They're intimidated. Give me a break!
2: Oh, hey. I hope somebody turns the camera. Bro, and I walked into the
1: fucking all-out as, press area, man. I got fucking looks left and right. Like nobody like, like nobody looked in my direction, man. Oh, it's him! It's him! It's the evil man! I,
2: I hope you raise your hand to ask a question, and as you're asking it, and someone points the camera, Denise turns and slaps the shit out of you live on camera, man. Who's gonna slap? I mean, Who's gonna slap me, bro?
0: Who? Oh. Den, Denise,
1: but let's pay attention. Oh. Nick Hausman. Uh, man. I... I'm gonna laugh my ass off. Ryan Satin, oh, Denise, um, Freebird. Thank you so much, brother. Hope to see you soon as well, man. Thank you for the 11 months. Uh, Sting, 29J. with a five dollar super chat. Great show tonight, guys. Keep up the great job. First Lee Johnson attack. Now no press pass for Jesse. Jesse, do you feel JD is struck again? Since he works for AEW, he does. I'd, I'd love to, I'd love to produce a fucking paycheck for you guys, man. If I was being paid by TK, I would have already flashed a fucking paycheck all over uh, social media. It's called an internship, man. No, it's not, no, no. I'm not interning for Tony Khan, bro.
0: Yeah, sweet.
1: Though I would, I, I would move to Florida. I'll be no. JD from FL. You'd be better than where you live now, bro. <laughs> 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 bro, what's wrong with where I live, man? The, the best heels in the business come from where I am. Yes, true Eddie Paul King with a Canadian $10 AJ they've been watching you since my first year in high school you guys got me through many long trips and some hard times OTS for life hope to join soon also I had the pleasure of seeing DIY versus FTR in Toronto the greatest tag team match in many years and nothing has come close hope to see you in in Toronto for AEW sometime soon Uh, that was uh, one of the best tag team matches I've ever seen Live on pay-per-view, uh, but I do think the Briscoes and FTR edged it out just a little bit at the Ring of Honor Supercard of Honor show. Miss Black and Gold, man, Miss. Golden Boy with a $10 super chat. Hey, guys, don't know if you've seen, but my bro Joker 93 tweeted a pic of him looking like Jim Nightheart. Natty wrote him back and said she loved it. Thought it was awesome. Somebody get Jesse a press pass. Yeah, we saw it. I, I saw that picture, man. Uh, Natalia uh, did like it. I'm surprised uh, she actually commented in a sweet thread that included me, included me in it. Uh, I'm surprised I'm not blocked, but uh, it was good, man. Good yeah, cosplay. It, it was real it was real awesome. Man. I liked it. Jupton nineteen with a five dollar super chat leaves no message. Thank you, Jupton. Stu Sexton with a five dollar super chat. Awesome review as always, guys. Can I get a happy birthday since it's after midnight on the East Coast? Best in the IWC OTS for life. I need every motherfucker in this chat, man. We got 1,800-plus. I need those whiskey glasses for Stu Sexton, man. Stu Sexton is a VIP. He's got a gold microphone. He's in the Discord. He's here every night. I want to see those whiskey glasses and a happy birthday to my boy, Stu Sexton. Original Blue Jay with a $5 super chat. JD, can you talk to Tony at the next press conference about making Rampage two hours, please? It needs to get to two hours. Yes, because Tony Khan is going to listen to me when I raise my hand and say, uh, TK, you need to make Rampage two hours. I won't be invited back to another press junket ever again. Not easy as it sounds, guys. Though I will be uh, I will be asking you guys for some questions uh, for the press junket, the scrimmage or the scrum, whatever the fuck they call it. Uh, when I'm live there for Forbidden Door, I will be asking you guys on Twitter what you want me to ask based on what you saw that night. So I will be definitely doing some fan interaction when I'm there in Chicago. Um Jumped in with a $5 Super Chat. Rampage was a nice surprise tonight to get uh, for free with Dynamite Crowd. Seemed great live. I hope Rampage was good, man. I don't like Rampage tape, but uh, usually a solid one-hour show. Justin Stripling with a 4 dollars Super Chat. Adam Page versus Kazuchika Okada at Forbidden Door is going to be awesome. Also, did y'all check out the new Black Adam trailer? Yeah, it looked pretty decent. Not really big into all that stuff, but The Rock looks like he played his role very well. All right, what'd you think about Black Adam, Jesse? You saw the trailer?
2: Man, the, man, look, man, The Rock is the The Rock is the Rock, man. The Rock is gonna fucking kill it. That That movie's gonna destroy box office sales because that's what The Rock fucking does. Everything he fucking touches turns into gold. But the trailer was decent. It was all right, you know. And um, I'm not gonna go to the theater to see it, but I'll definitely you know grab it when it comes to stream.
1: Yep. I'll do what I did with Batman with Black Adam. Yeah. Um, Neb with a $2 dollar super chat saw Shilcito is getting married. I feel bad for him. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm not that mean, bro. Come on now. Come on now, man. Yes, you are. No, no. I'm an angel, bro. What are you talking about? Okay. I'm a nice fucking. I'm a gentleman, bro. Yeah. And, and Jericho is a wizard. He is. He is. Jericho's a fucking wizard, man. There you go. Uh, Riddick's Classic Arcade with a $5 super chat. Honestly, I hate to say it, but currently it feels like WCW, ECW, Alliance, angle and WWE when if you didn't have a title, there must be something wrong. Um, I don't know what you mean by that, bro. you talking about WWE or AEW? Issa with a 12-month membership. Thank you, Issa, for the full year. Oh, my goodness. She says, press pass gang with a heart emoji and two laughing emojis. (laughs) Oh, man. A thousand likes, man. We just hit a thousand likes. Thank you guys very much. And Gary the new man with a $5 super chat. Apollo pulled a Kofi on NXT, JD. Yeah, I saw became world champion? No, he, uh, he's now officially moved down to the NXT brand. Oh. I mean... Kofi? Well, I mean, you, you missed a hell of a show, bro. We got Apollo Cruz and Commander Aziz on the show. We got Von Wagner losing to uh, the uh, Smoking Guns 2.0. We got Braun Breaker being challenged by Apollo.
2: I don't see any notifications about you guys tweeting Tony Khan yet. I got one. I got one. Jesse's blatantly
1: ignoring NXT 2.0, man. The best weekly wrestling show of the week.
2: WWE is blatantly ignoring NXT 2.0. What? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do not, and I urge you guys, do not tweet Tony Khan anything about Jesse's press pass. I got a fucking image to uphold, man. I want him to uh, invite me back uh, next uh, next next uh, scrimmage. Or scrum. We- from Me and him. There you go, guys get it done jesse will get a fucking pass when he earns a fucking pass bro like denise i don't know what denise has done to earn that badge man she barely gets the fucking, she thing. barely gets 80 viewers on her fucking live streams. the fuck did she do for a pass okay. Jesus Christ. <laughs> watch staff is gonna be in my dear what, what's with all the hate man I'm an I'm entertainer, bro. I'm a fucking wizard, bro. Let me entertain, okay? I'm not covering AEW
2: anymore until I get my fucking. How <laughs> you like that shit? No
1: more OTS for me. Bye. This guy's not even in the fucking car, man. He's in the trunk fucking complaining. He's still bad as press pass. This fucking guy. Anyway, guys, I appreciate you, man. Um, I might have to do an extra on this tomorrow, man. Roman Reigns is not going to be your money in the bank. What the fuck is Bruce Pritchard thinking, bro? I don't get it. You may see an extra tomorrow, and then I'll be live on Friday for SmackDown and Rampage from the OTS... uh, Buddy, he's not going to say anything, man. He knows I'm joking around. Come on, man. You can't take a joke? Give me a break.
3: Oh, my God.
1: J.D. said something out of line. All this negativity. Anyway, I'll be live on Friday for uh, SmackDown and... uh, Rampage, and I'll see you guys tomorrow for the extra, man. I need two things before you get out of here, man. Uh, Actually, I need likes, if you guys can do that for me. I need two things, man. Number one, I need those guitar emojis. I need those Mustang emojis from all my VIPs if you got them. Because you paid for them, you might as well use them. And I need, when you hear that guitar solo, I need that music on max. Guys, I'll see you tomorrow for extra, and I'll see you Friday live from... The OTS venue right here for Smackdown and Rampage. I don't even want to press pass. I'm not, not even going. Oh, oh, shut it. up already. Jesus fucking Christ.